0: Welcome to a audio-visual episode of the podcast that was recently thrown in a, in a list of other podcasts for the dorkening on a big promotional thing for the Halloween season. And here we are in the Halloween season, and uh, kicking it off, 2nd... Second- Week of 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 October, I believe. But uh, Mel, how you doing over there?
1: <laughs> I'm doing. Just came in from work, so I am kind of like eh, wired a little bit, but looking forward to doing. Like I've been looking forward to this like for days now.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's gonna I, be a pleasure. I
1: actually, yeah, I actually couldn't wait to get out of work.
0: Hell yeah! I usually have that feeling.
1: Oh god, I think most people do. The
0: usual feeling. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, today we're visited by uh, the great Sarah French and the great Joe Netter.
1: Who we actually became friends with due to the now, I guess you could say, deceased, dead, defunct. deceased, yeah, Rock and Shock convention.
0: Died of COVID. Rock and Shock died of COVID-19.
1: Black Lives Matter. I don't know. There's so many things like they could say killed it right now. It's not even funny. Yeah.
0: I think COVID was the official death. The official nail. Well, uh, you know, there's been a, there was speculation going for a couple of years that it was kind of for, for a Coming couple years. I know there was talks that this might be the last one for a little bit, and then it kind of, you know, did always pull through. And the last year they had the big Bruce Campbell one, which was a big deal because. We've been asking for him for a long time. And then we finally got him, which was like, really? Went out,
2: yeah, they went out with a
1: bang. And of course, that's the year I, could, I couldn't get to go last year. So that kind of killed my uh, whole lat- experience. Because literally, the last year for me was 2018.
0: That's two big di- disappointments for you. Because you missed George's last year as well. George. Romero.
1: Oh, I know. Every every time, it's like, good guess. I I saw George Romero at Rock and Shock. Yeah. That's make, where I first met him. But to make they, you
0: feel better, to make you feel better, I have I have two disappointments like that too, where I uh, Gunnar Hansen.
1: Yep, that was one of the years I missed.
0: And Corey Haim.
1: I didn't even know Rocket Shock existed when Corey Haim went to there. Corey, so.
0: Corey Haim rolled around, and oh my
1: uh, god, I, I definitely would have fangirled on that one because I had the biggest crush going up.
0: Yeah, it's one of those weird things you get. I think I talked about it in another episode about the conventions, where it's like you see the people, and it's like you don't think they're going to be dead. You think they'll be there because a lot of a lot of regulars at the cons. You know what I mean? So you're like, yeah. well, you know, I don't have to catch him this year because he'll be, he'll be there. there next it's year. next year, the following. You know? What yep. I mean?
1: Yeah. And, and that was that was died, the good yeah. thing about it. Yeah, that was a good th- that was like the good thing about um rock and shock. I noticed with a few of the celebrity guests that attended that, like if they weren't there one year, they would be there the next year. Right. Like they're like on an alternating schedule or whatever. And then you have like the regulars in the, you know, for all the shows that I went to that were always there, you know? So I, that's how I met our guests for tonight was rock and shock. So I've known them a couple of years now. Yeah. Oh yeah. And we finally get to have them on our show. Yay! It's I'm in a long... like total cornball mode today.
0: It's all right. It's been a long time coming. And with, with, the, 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 with the fact that Rocket Shock's dead me and Mel thought it would be a good idea to kind of incorporate October month uh, with people that, you know, some cool folks that we actually met through the old Rocket Shock.
1: Yep. You know what I mean? Can't go wrong.
0: Anthony Thurber was last week's, and uh, but I think he was more of a Scarecon, right?
1: Yeah, that's where I first, I think, first officially started really talking to him with Scarecon.
0: So he was our own little rest in peace to Scarecon, even though, you know, we, we, we Scarecon has a great place in the heart of Shock Treatment with Mel and Maddie, they were very kind to us. and. Hopefully in the future, we hope that we, we can still be in that warm glow of kindness.
1: Yeah, that's kind of like, that, yeah, that's kind of where, um, with Scaricon embracing us is where we yeah. were able to really start doing more within, you know, the podcast community and, you know, getting the guests that we're getting, because it's, I, I don't know, I've, I, it was, it's easier for us to get guests now that we, you know, are with the Dorkening Network.
0: Yeah, and actually that's have time to
1: talk to them. Yeah, and actually have time to talk to them. Yeah, that's my big thing with it. Like I'll never, ever bash our WBOB days, but we no, just I didn't have no, enough no. time to... We just never had enough time to actually have a good conversation with our guests. Like Yeah. Because you know, by the time we were all was said and done... Like, It'd be over. It was done, yeah. Like Literally, it took you longer to drive down here than what we were doing for an episode of our show.
0: When you have the guests complaining at the end of it that it's too short, you know that there's an issue there.
1: Yeah, that
0: was an issue that we had. We ran into quite a few times where the guest was like, "Huh, what?"
1: Yeah, that's why I kind of really never tried to reach out to too many guests while we were there because yeah. even with that, like we never really knew. We kind of knew we were going to be out on Tuesdays, but we never knew if we were going to have a half an hour or an hour, you know, because it kind of they kind of went you know, based on whatever was going on that day, if they needed to fill space or whatever, you know, I don't know, whatever it was, but you need at least a good half an hour for a guest. And when you have one that actually is willing to talk, like people want to hear what they have to say. They don't want to have to worry about it being over.
0: And our half hour was probably only broken into 20 minutes because we had what, two or three commercial breaks we had to take.
1: Yep. Every, every 15 minutes. There was the commercial breaks, and then <laughs> they'd bring them back in. And Yeah. If We're we had issues. The
0: dub, the dub no, mob. not at all.
1: I mean, you're going to have those kind of issues no matter what you do, but they, I don't know why they're not there for us.
0: How, how do they not call themselves Dubbub? The WBOB. Dubbub. That's dub, like perfect. Right? The Dubbub. If we, When we go back, they keep offering us big checks to go back.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: right. I the rest of the people at the station, but they've been offering us big hundred thousand dollar checks to go back. <laughs> they want us to do thirty one minutes though. So that's the only thing. That's the, that's the holdout.
1: Yeah, instead of thirty minutes, we got to we can do thirty one. We, we're negotiating.
0: <laughs> we're negotiating. We're trying to get thirty five minutes.
1: I was just gonna say that
0: because great minds think alike. It's a life like... <laughs> yep. real life thing. That's why you know we wouldn't fib about that. We wouldn't laugh yep. about that. Come on.
1: So I went to the Dollar Tree today,
0: yeah, with, what'd you get? with my
1: client while I was at work. I actually found two good movies.
0: Yeah, the Dollar well, Tree. Is the at spot. least one
1: good movie. Like I got um, "Beyond the Gates."
0: Oh, really?
1: And "Stage Fright."
0: Let me see that "Beyond the Gates" cover. "Stage um, Fright." I actually got it at the Dollar Tree myself.
1: Hold on one second.
0: I think the Beyond the Gates DVD uh, is something I've been looking I don't know. for.
1: Um, they didn't have I, many. Maggot the
0: McDonough is looking for it for me, supposedly.
1: I didn't have; They didn't have many uh, horror movies. I grabbed the two they had. Yeah, it's
0: Halloween was, time.
1: That's the cover for the Beyond the Gates I got.
0: Oh, oh, yeah. If you see that again, let me know. That's a great movie, dude. I have that soundtrack. I,
1: I haven't even watched it yet. If you want, I'll, I won't even open this. I'll save it for you. If you well, I mean, if you want it, I only bought it because I've been dying to buy a movie at the Dollar Tree. That was a horror movie.
0: Now this, this this wasn't quite <laughs> this wasn't quite a dollar. This it, is not even opened up yet. This is the soundtrack to it. You know, Death Wild, so I believe it's got a very awesome like. Yeah, it's purple. I, I love the purple. Me too. Purple. as a kid. <laughs> as a kid, purple was my favorite color. In such yes. a hateful world, they would say that you were terrible Yay. things if you like purple. So yeah. I said. Or what they assume to be terrible things, not actually terrible things. But so I had to change my fit my color. But I always, I secretly love purple to the day I die, children. Yeah, but, so yeah.
1: I'll, I'll save this. I, I'll save that for you. Hell yeah. If I, come across, if I come across another one, I'll grab it for me. But like, I'll save this for you. And next time I see you, I'll give you this in the phantasm thing.
0: I want to, I, I mucho gracias you on that. I want to have uh, Jackson Stewart, I, I believe, the director of that. 'Cause that's a really good film. I've seen it before. I've watched it before. I, I, I watched
1: it. it once. It was um God, it was a while back. It was like when it first came out. Yeah. Is when Arma I saw Brampton. it. But yeah, that she's on the T V screen and the and then they're like walking out of the cemetery or whatever.
0: I'm trying to think of that actor's name. I I, I usually know what I'm spacing. He was an almost human. He was uh Herbert West in the Graham Skipper, um, the theater Chase scene.
1: Bria Grant, Matt Mercer, Jesse Merlin, Justin, Wellborn, if Sarah. If you say it, I'll know it. Sarah Malachy. He's also the Le- got at the Dollar Blank. Tree. Henry LeBlanc and Barbara Crampton. Those are the only names showing up. What was the
0: first name? Graham. Uh, Graham Skipper. Graham Skipper. There he is. Good guy. Good guy. Um, yeah, that's a good movie. Uh, Barbara Crampton's in it. Barbie Cramps. We we're talking about her a couple episodes ago. Yep. She was great in it.
1: And right. then I made a new contact today um, because Sarah's new movie, the special, dropped today. Yeah, and um, I was tweeting about it on.
0: I am double drinking. On
1: yeah, I know, right? I was tweeting about the special on Twitter because of you know I follow Harrison and and they and right. all of them on there, so like that's been like a big conversation piece today. Is that movie coming out? We're having them on for another movie that they have coming out. So it's been a good year for, for Sarah and even yeah. and Joe as well.
0: And we love to see it because as we'll get into, like we've known them for many, many moons through the rock and shot,
1: you
0: know, convention. They were there almost every year I'd say. And that was always good to see them, you know,
1: because yep. they, became, they became staples and they're, and they're always, both of them are always like just so pleasant and, you know, Jerry, the
0: life of the party. Simple. They say Joe. They'll say Joe. Joe Jonette is the life of the party.
1: He most definitely is.
0: There's like the old, <laughs> uh, like the Friday the Thirteenth Ralph, like Ralph the town crazy guy that goes that camp's got a death curse. There's right? a Ralph that walks around rocking shock and goes, Nett is the life of the party.
1: <laughs> and that would be Darren probably walking. around yeah. <laughs> Darren Hammer in the building. What up, Darren? Yeah.
0: Darren will probably watch this or listen to this. So
1: yep, just because of the fact that they're all friends. Yeah. <laughs> so whatever, I don't care. Like we're Darren, doing. I this hope you get. We know I who our get. people like.
0: I think Darren's listened to a show before, and he's told me he's liked it. One of the shows. So hopefully he'll listen to this and he'll get fucking, you know, hell hooked in.
1: Rail them all It'll in. Fantastic, <laughs> right? Yeah, that, that other movie. On. That other movie, Stage Fright. Never even heard of it in my life, but.
0: That's a remake of an older horror movie. I haven't seen the I remake, figured. but the older one's all right. The, um, yeah, we get a lot of cool interviews uh, coming up in the next couple of weeks, uh, going into the new year and, and beyond, you know, yep. setting us some I, stuff up.
1: I'm excited about the Halloween episode.
0: Yeah, that we're going to be doing a big man. mashup um, Halloween episode this year because there's so many shows under the Boombastic Media, you know, brand that like, Instead of doing a whole bunch of them, we're going to, uh, you know, just do one gigantic one. But we have some guests knocking on our door right now.
1: I if like you will, are guys. you ready? I am ready.
0: Here they come. Just a- walking down the street, singing, do what did it do? And
1: there they are. Hello?
0: I like Hi that.
1: Guys. He's connecting to the audio. I like it. <laughs> no problem.
0: But big Halloween episode coming up. Yeah, you know? it'll be fun. It'll be He's day. got
1: that awesome, uh, looks like a Hellraiser t-shirt on, Mr. Netta.
0: Very nice. Taking the hook reference from earlier. Yep. Hey. Okay.
2: Hi, guys. Hi. How are you? Wonderful. Hi. How are you? Very Fantastic. well. Very well.
0: Good. Fantastic.
2: We're doing great. How are
0: you guys? We're doing very well. How's very over well. There? How's California? I see
3: California's great. I see you have a sword and a machete.
1: Yeah, so Joe better watch what he says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I got uh, your back, Sarah.
3: <laughs> well, I never take her from the back. It's generally from the front.
1: Yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> TMI, TMI.
3: <laughs> I meant in a, like a ninja situation. Not, I don't know what you guys were thinking.
0: I don't I know. I thinking the right, Heimlich so- maneuver there. If, if yeah. maneuver remover, maneuver whatever it is but okay, it wasn't yeah, for the gutter, what my
1: saying. mind would be my, if it wasn't for the gutter
2: my mind would be homeless so. okay
0: i
1: like but that, that. I that's would, where it
2: automatically goes <laughs> I, I would be
3: right there with you
2: that's why we all get along and because we're all there too yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it always helps <laughs>
3: yes absolutely
0: we're talking mm-hmm. about the death of rocket shock Oh, yeah. that's where I think all of us met at Rock and Shock. You know, Yes. very yes. sad stuff.
3: It, it very, was um, yeah. like it was sad for us because we we had an idea last year it was going to be the end, it was going to be yeah. the last one. We had
2: that feeling, so we
3: and that was our home away from home. I mean, we, we, yeah. we were there. I missed the first year, otherwise I was there every year, yeah. and you missed it, the first few because I was married.
2: I and yeah,
3: and then, <laughs> and then once, but, we then,
2: but but I've been going since.
3: Yeah, your oh, first year was typo negative.
2: Yeah,
3: probably eleven years, ten years. Oh, fuck. It's, it, I'm bad with dates. No faith. swearing on the show.
2: French.
3: No, Uh-oh. they can swear. We're a family friendly show. You can, swear. Show.
2: <laughs> you can swear.
3: No, I don't. I'm Did gonna it. swear. I don't want her to. Yes.
2: That's it. You're gonna get it.
3: Okay. Well, good. You didn't call me a bitch, so you're. Where's learning.
2: the box? <laughs> Where's the box at?
1: Yeah. Oh, it's in the bedroom on Joe's <laughs> side. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know why it would be on Joe's side.
3: (laughs) Well, I mean, there should be a female version of the box, but I guess it would have to be, like, I don't know, something else, right? Like the stick.
1: (laughs) It'd be very interesting to see a sequel made to the special from the female's
2: perspective for yeah. sure. That's not a bad idea. Actually. You could
3: use the box and just do what what they do on the the, the artwork. Well I was just a, gonna say the poster has that tongue. Yeah. Hey, don't
2: they have isn't that a sex toy, the tongue or something like that? Yes, yeah, the okay. tongue yeah, is yeah, a sure right. sex
0: toy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there's a there's a tongue there's got to be a tongue toy out there that just flickers. There know, is. I, there I is. love taking. Yeah. I
1: just love taking random trips to the uh, amazing <laughs> store and, and checking but, out things that I'll never ever buy because I don't have the balls to use it.
3: Well, <laughs> let me let me tell you when uh, COVID hit. Yeah. Um, the first thing I did when we knew we were going in lockdown. Wait, wait,
2: are we recording? Yes.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> shit. Okay. We can add. We're not live, so we can. No, edit no, no. There's,
3: there's,
4: there's, the, there's no I'm editing. Kidding. No That's
3: editing. Funny. But we got. We knew. Okay. L. A. Was shutting down because we shut down pretty quick here. And I made one. I ran out quickly before things closed to get her a new vibrator because that was the one thing I knew if we were going to be in lockdown for months she was going to need <laughs> because I, I got shit to do. Like I got things I gotta get done. I can't always I can't always be there. You know, just well, 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 like I, I, I appreciate a
0: younger it. woman. That's very considerate. Yeah.
3: yeah.
2: Right? Considerate. He's always thinking about me.
3: But I didn't buy her the fucking batteries. She had to earn them. One at a time.
1: That's when you just go out and buy the rechargeable ones and then she yeah. doesn't need to worry about it. Oh <laughs> uh, no. No.
3: I like to know when they when they burn out so I know I keep track. It's like all right, I know that battery lasts for seven and a half hours, so So
2: twenty minutes later, the battery's (laughs) dead, and there's a new pack coming out.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, why did you order a thousand batteries from Amazon?
2: (laughs) See, this is no different than when we'd be at Rock and Shock telling stories.
3: It's like Rock and Shock. This is like like a little
2: Rock and Shock kind of thing, but over yeah, which is why I was
1: kind of like really excited too about having you both coming on together. Yeah, because you know it's all like a nostalgic kind of thing. You guys both have all kinds of projects coming out right now, so it just made it that much easier to just. Do it all... No, it's down. perfect.
3: Yeah, and it's it's very rare that we actually come together.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, if you're buying her a vibrator. <laughs> oh, honey. I know. <laughs> I
3: try my best.
1: <laughs> it what happens when you get old and have grandbabies.
4: <laughs> it is. It is.
1: Yeah. How about that
0: There's for COVID? I'm a grandpa. For, uh, yeah.
1: I'm a grandpa. Baby,
0: I know. Congratulations. I, I can't imagine, Thank you so much.
1: Like, going through... Well, I can't imagine either way, but like, I can only imagine having to go through labor on a normal day. Never mind with having to go through it with COVID and having to wear a mask. While you're yeah. Doing.
3: Well, yeah. But yeah, my daughter, Megan, who gave birth actually had COVID when she gave birth.
2: Oh, wow.
3: So, um, that's crazy. luckily she's young. She wasn't really, no, she didn't
2: have really symptoms. No,
3: it's in she, the Mayo Clinic in Rochester, two weeks prior to giving birth, you have to be tested for COVID. Yeah. It's automatic. And that's how she found out she had it. Um, but she had no symptoms. Scratchy throat one day—that was it. It's crazy. It's going to be me if I get it. That's going to be bad.
2: It's going to be the end. Yeah, that my is, dick's going kind to of... fall off. <laughs> <Yeah>.
4: <laughs> then you
1: won't have to worry yeah. about the special. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Way too fresh in the memory from watching it. So yeah. Yeah, you watched it today. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you
2: so Literally, much.
1: As soon as it popped on at midnight, I was on. I was watching it. Very cool. Team No Sleep.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hear you there. Well, we
3: watched it too. Because, you yes, know, we, did. we had she had seen one screening of it, like, kind of at a like backyard a year party, ago. But we were in a pool drinking, so it was kind of, the focus was not exactly there. Yeah. Um, but it was cool, because like, we love to support indie horror. Especially yeah. now during the COVID times with the big tentpole films not coming out. Yeah. It's indie films that are filling the, you know,
2: well, the it's, blanks. It, it's the indie films that are, you know the most unique films coming up right now. Yeah. I mean, so many different, you know, cool movies are coming out. And yeah.
3: And, and Al- Alexander Hawk is in half of them.
2: Hey! <laughs> yes, <exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> he's in movie. <laughs>
4: he's
2: in got. Did he tell you we got a scene, we got a couple scenes together? Yeah, he yes. Told he, me oh, excited. he was so excited about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He was, oh my god, he is so funny. I gotta tell you, one of the lines in the movie, it's more funny to me than anything, probably. And I kept, I kept doing it to Joe when I got back from filming. One of his lines is, is that your boyfriend? It is
1: now. Alexander yeah. and so Sarah French are now an item. It's no longer Joe
2: Netter no, and Sarah no. French. I can't wait for you guys to see that. I've, I've had
3: to move on. I'm too old now. Once I'm a grandpa, because if oh, I'm yeah. a grandpa, you know what that makes her right? uh Oh,
1: not the grandma.
3: She's a grandma.
1: Nope. No. Yep. Nope. Thank you. She's not old. She That's doesn't look favorite. old enough. She doesn't even look <laughs> old enough to be a grandma. So,
4: and I'm
3: I look old enough to be a grandpa.
2: With that big well,
3: I haven't dyed it either, so it's got a lot of gray. And
2: <laughs> Yeah, you old fart. And
3: it's been 100 degrees here still. I mean, I'm sure it's not quite yeah, 100 like a hundred where you guys day. are from, but. It's pouring um, out right
0: now, actually.
1: Yeah, it's down uh, pouring uh, here all day. Yeah, I'm, <laughs>
0: I,
3: miss I miss rain. I
1: know, I miss rain. I that.
0: love rain. I couldn't, yeah, I'd hate to have to live without the rain.
1: Right now, no, the temperature is not too bad here. Okay. I'm holding steady at 55, so. Uh, 55 is that's, okay. That's not, that's comfortable.
3: But when the sun hits my beard, I get some red in there, too. So it's gray and red. And that's where I was going with the sun. I wasn't just being a, an asshole by pointing out how beautiful the weather is here in sunny California. Yeah. Well, I,
1: it's just funny, too, because, like, just last night, me and Matt were, you know, having our pre-show prep meeting. And, like, I'm telling <coughs> him, I'm looking, I'm like, Matt, your beard is looking really red today. <laughs>
2: oh, super red. That's
4: yeah. Awesome.
1: I, was like, I was like, so we were busting chops about that last night. And then I don't yeah. know, like. Considering I'm, um, like, half Spanish, I don't know where the hell the red's coming in from my hair right now. Yeah.
4: And it's, it's not it, even
1: from a box. Like, No, it, it's, it's,
3: it's it's the sun. It hits it, and it changes it, and it's probably reflecting off the beautiful East Coast skies, because we love them. We, we, we miss yeah. there. I
2: know. I miss the East Coast so much.
3: Yeah. yeah. You, you've been yeah, staying inside it. for the most part?
2: Yeah, with
1: the, um, with the exception of going to work, I've been a homebody. Yeah, I work well, in healthcare. I have, you know, my my boyfriend has, you know, health issues. My dad has health issues. Yeah, mm-hmm. my would legit murder me if my nephew gets something. Right. Yeah. So I'm not trying to put anybody else's health at risk.
3: Yeah, and no. that, that's why I haven't actually visited Minnesota yet mm-hmm. to see my grandson Elijah, just because of a safety thing. You know, I don't. We want don't to want, want to risk.
2: take that chance. Um,
3: my mom's not in the best health. My my older daughter. Not the one that just gave birth, but my oldest. She works with the special needs, and a lot of them are very sick. And Yeah, and, that's,
1: uh, that's what yeah. I do for work, too. Yeah, my mother does that, yeah.
3: too. Yeah. Sarah works with special needs. That's mainly me. That's but, me. I uh, was just
1: going to say, <laughs> <that's> <laughs> you, so... <laughs> that's all. Well, enough said right there. Well, you know,
3: I'm I'm on the spectrum. I'm very high-functioning, but... Uh,
1: um, yes, you are. I I think everybody, in some ways is on the spectrum somewhere, you know, like yeah. you would never know, but like I kind of have issues with the same <laughs> thing when it comes to it. You would not yeah. know sometimes with me, but
2: yeah.
3: yeah. Just, I'm, I'm weird with things so too. Far. Like I'm, you know, I'm odd. Have, I'm an odd person.
2: You have OCD and all I'm that. I'm OCD. Yeah. I, uh, I'm OCD now because he's so yeah. OCD.
3: I turned her OCD.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Cleaning and yeah. stuff, which is good.
3: Yes. I'm not saying you have to clean. But I appreciate that she do.
1: Mm-hmm. But you do. You do realize you just gave her a hall pass to take like a week off without doing anything, right?
3: <laughs> no, that's <laughs> fine. Like, like she did two movies back to back in Vegas and was gone, and I didn't clean till the day before she came back.
1: Well, you're a male, so that's yeah, surprising I to me.
3: Yeah. Well, I no, I, he's pretty clean. I'm pretty good at being clean. Yeah, I have a, a bidet. I have a bidet. I got that right before uh, COVID too, which what not because of COVID, but that whole toilet paper thing. Yeah. It didn't affect me at all.
1: No nope, toilet clean your butt for you. Oh my it's
3: so it's the most <laughs> wonderful thing ever. It is you if you guys don't have it, it's like thirty dollars on Amazon. You hook it to your toilet seat, it, it's wonderful.
1: I can't do it. It's too weird for me. I yeah, that would kinda yeah, I think it would feel funny.
0: It's yeah. It's an acquired taste, I feel.
3: Well, if you're tasting well, it, you're doing <laughs> it wrong. <but laughs> maybe turn it down a little bit, it's too powerful. <laughs> I
1: love Fair it. Fair
3: enough. Yeah, this feels like rock and shock, right?
1: Like seriously, like, all we're I missing, know. All we're missing is like some drinks in hand and me passing around a blunt.
3: Yep, and Joel and <laughs> Joel much. Robinson running around.
2: Sunshine.
1: Yes. Yes. Oh yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. And their mean, another it's... one,
1: they do. He, they just had their first baby, and yeah. he, like she is. Like I can't believe it's already been a year. She's like absolutely adorable. Wow.
3: It's, like, it's it's crazy. And I'm happy for them, though. I, I like those yeah, two. They, they make a good couple. Nice. They do.
1: Yeah. Um, it's, like, it's like you guys. Like Yeah. I, I I mean, I haven't known you guys that long, but just from the short time I have known you, I right now, I really couldn't picture neither one of you without the other.
3: Oh, I know. I know. Me neither. And <laughs> she knows that. I let her know that I could never picture you with anybody else. And that means... We have to have extra carpets that you can I be rolled up in. <laughs> I put a cock ring on it once. <laughs> 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 on me, on me. A ring's no, a a ring the
1: ring, right? <laughs> exactly.
3: <laughs> you can buy them cock rings at Walmart. They're wonderful.
1: Dude, no. You go to a ma- like the amazing superstore here. Like those vibrating cock rings are amazing.
3: Yeah, that's what I'm t- that's what I'm talking about. They got the little. Some of the expensive ones have a little butterfly on the tip. Otherwise, it's just a thing you slide in and out like that. And
2: well, thanks, then... thanks, for, thanks
1: <laughs> for the visual. Once well, upon a time, back in like I think like my early twenties, I used to I used to have my tongue pierced, and I actually had oh. like one of the pieces on that was like a vibrating ball. Okay. A vibrating tongue ring for, you know, those special moments.
4: Oh, those special moments.
3: <laughs> I, I know those special moments. I've experienced a few of them in my life.
1: In your life?
3: In my life, a few of them. <laughs> I don't keep track. 1842. Ah! <laughs> you know, the, the beautiful thing with Facebook is, like, we're always now getting all the rock and shock shit from, this happened a oh, year my, ago, yeah, this yeah, happened yeah. two years ago. In their memories, they're sad sometimes. Yeah.
4: No, they um,
3: are. Especially with, you know, each year we have more and more of our, you know, genre people we love that that uh, aren't around. Or... Yeah. Um we just lost Chris Carnell, who was great. Yeah. I I think yeah. he did rock and shock once.
2: I think um, he did too. But
3: Chris was a great guy. And uh yeah, obviously Sid last year that was that
2: a, broke my
1: heart. Like yeah, I that was like a big one, no. Yeah, Sid... I have loved Sid since the first time I ever watched Spider Baby.
4: Yeah, and
1: when I first got into doing the podcast, Sid was my like first official celebrity interview. So that's always going to be like a standout thing for me. And he was just so like genuine with everybody. Like I would call him Mister Hague, and he'd be like, "Oh no, Uncle Sid." Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So.
2: Feed he him chocolate chip cookies he and
1: help. Yeah, feed him chocolate chip cookies and you know help him out if I saw that he needed it at convention at conventions. Yeah. because you know people get used to seeing my face at the local ones anyway.
4: Sure. So yeah. they can yeah. they
1: you know I try not to be like I don't I sometimes I feel like I like bother people but like I genuinely am that person that always wants to like yeah. help them out. So if yeah. I see like if you guys are at your table and like one of you needs a break or whatever. All right, go do what you got to do. I'll stay here and, like, man the table for a few yeah. minutes, so you can go.
3: No, everybody, I've never heard anybody say anything negative no. about you. Everybody loves you. I know I've heard people say negative things about somebody they call the hawk. Oh, I'm my God. Sure. That guy
1: is a <laughs> douchebag. The hawk. The hawk. The hawk. He's I the worst guy ever.
0: Of me. <laughs> he was kind of me when he heard this, he had to settle down and, like, relax. Okay. Poor <laughs> hawk. I had to the, take a
3: knee. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's uh, Sid was one of a kind. You, he was what he was. He was no different behind the table than in front of the table. Obviously, the last couple of years he was not doing See, the greatest, he wasn't
1: feeling all yeah. that hot towards yeah. oh. the end. And like somebody had said something to me at one point, but I didn't want to believe it just because I didn't know the person that well. Yeah. And I don't, I'm, I try not to buy into um, other people's talk because that's usually all it is is talk. Yeah. And I'm, and then I'm like, i am started paying more attention. And I know he was trying to do things to get healthier and whatnot too. But at the same token, you could see it in his eyes. Yeah. That he was, you could just see that he was worn down. Yeah. yeah
3: very, very much so. And it was, it was sad to see because he was always so full of life. Like, you know, yeah. he was just, had, he was
2: he was the life of the party.
3: Yeah, I mean, in the old days, he threw the parties, mm-hmm. and uh, there was some epic shit that would happen at him, and just crazy, <laughs> crazy shit. He
1: had me laughing one day because um, we were at Scarecon. I think it was um, it was 2017. I had taken my dad to his first horror convention in Springfield when they oh, were there, cool. and um, like it was Sid Kane. Like all the guests, they were sitting in the lounge at the restaurant at the hotel, and they were all at this in this back room, all surrounding and like having dinner. And I was over there, I was talking to everybody, and, and like Sid just was beat. So I'm like, yeah. I started giving him a massage, and he's like, Oh my God, kid, I'll give you three days to stop. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was just, like,
0: That's awesome.
1: Yeah, he was just such a great guy. And I know, like, I if correct me if I'm wrong. But, you, Sarah, you finally got to work with him when you filmed your cameo for Death House.
2: Yeah, that was amazing. I mean, he was just so full of life. He was so into it, so serious. Um, he he was great in that film. And it was great to work with him. He's a legend. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And I, I played his son in his last movie, Hanukkah. Yeah. Yes. Um, so it was, I didn't have any scenes with him, but it was... I mean, I, I knew him for a long time. We used to like between conventions, we'd go on vacation together and and travel together and, and, uh, so it kind of came those full are the, circle. I think
1: those are more the moments that mean more because yeah. you're getting to relax and enjoy spending that time with him as opposed yeah. to it being on a film set where 100%. you guys are like doing like 18 hour days. Yeah. Working. Yeah, yeah. And
3: and Sid was a big kid. I mean, he'd have fun. Like he was always open to any kind of jokes. You know, he mm-hmm. liked to make people laugh. And uh, those were some of the funnest days is just, you know, being in Florida Going to Disneyland or Universal Studios and just just being, you know, less than sober, and uh, you know, oh, of,
1: less than sober, say it ain't and, so.
2: Yeah, wait, what?
3: The amount of people that would run up to Sid that would recognize him, of course, because he's so recognizable, and uh, it was crazy. Of course, he did wear a Devil's Reject shirt to
2: uh, Universal I
3: was, I was Studios. So. I I'm,
1: I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that you know, once, once he started portraying Captain Spaulding, that was oh, yeah. way more noticeable. One hundred percent.
3: That that was the character that uh, oh, brought yeah. him to this generation. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, and it's great that he got to do that because you know, to me, I think of those movies. That's what I think of. Spalding is the character that lasts. Otis does too. I mean, I'm, I was happy for Bill Moseley too because he got his kind of new chop top character to to jump into.
1: Yeah, uh, like to bring it to the new, the new. Yeah,
3: and then they go back and find the old ones mm-hmm. and uh, the old movies. Which were from the 80s, you know? They're yeah, not that we, old, we I guess.
1: These, these, these youngins these days, we can't really say they have good taste in horror movies when they think, you know, movies like Twilight are horror. Yeah. Oh, jeez. I, I, I can't call a horror movie that's rated PG-13. I don't really see that as a horror movie. Yeah. Well,
3: so, Poltergeist.
1: Well, Poltergeist. Like, it depends on what... The, like, that's yeah. different. That was a oh, yeah. Movie. I'm just
0: giving hard but times.
1: The uh, movies uh, nowadays... <laughs> yeah. I, I think... I think the indie horror movies are way better than the mainstream horror movies because yeah. Yeah. well yes. yeah
2: because they're not the indie a lot of indie films are not cookie cutters no. you get they're to do different. what you want to do you you can go more outside of the box with them and try something new I yeah. mean because you don't have these no you know, pun billions of dollars of you know yeah. budget where you have all these producers are like no you got to do this yeah. this and this. You have more freedom.
3: Yeah, and the special is a good example of that because, mm-hmm. you know, Marvel ain't going to do a movie about a guy fucking a box. Um, although...
1: <laughs> I, I swear to God, though, I was watching that and I'm, I didn't know whether to laugh or cringe at certain yeah. parts. Yeah.
3: And that, I think that was what they were going for, is they wanted the 80s where you, you smile, oh, you laugh, you gross out. Um,
1: yeah. yeah, there was a without... few parts where I thought I was going to toss my cookies when yeah. certain things were going on. I'm like, no,
2: don't do it! Yeah. <laughs>
3: It 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 definitely builds to a payoff. I think. Um,
2: oh, the ending!
3: And yep. uh, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah.
2: You
3: know, you're the certainly doing ending. a lot of interviews for it. Yeah, it gets a happy ending. Um,
2: <laughs> yeah. Needless to
3: say, she actually the the funny thing was is she shot the special and flew right from the special back here, and the next day we were working on blind. So those were back to back with yep. no time in
4: between.
1: And
2: they came. They're coming out. At the same yeah. time. Yeah, which it, is yeah. kind of worked out beautifully with you guys yeah. being on tonight as well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the special came out today, and then Blind is coming out. Yes,
3: I think it's November 3rd, they're saying.
2: November 3rd? Yeah, we're going to, um, this week, we're going to get the official press releases. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, that's awesome. So we're pretty excited about that. Then I'll blow
1: up everybody's Facebook feeds, Twitter feeds, and everything with that coming out.
0: (laughs) We love Blind. We got to play it at the Undo Divergent Film Awards. Yes, you did. Thank you. Thank you. That was like the cool thing about that whole festival is like being able to bring like these cool films like that back to like Massachusetts to like, you know, show them to this, yeah, it not going to be able to see him in the theaters, you know what I mean? No,
3: especially with, like, I remember seeing what you guys had playing and the, the movies he had, and it's a lot of unique stuff. Oh, yeah. And, and that's what... To, yeah. yeah, because that's the important thing. And when we did Blind, we knew it was a film festival movie. It needed a yeah. film fest to find an audience because it's, it's a weird movie. It's not what you expect. It's more of a drama. Yeah. It's a very slow-burn drama with some thriller-type stuff, and Distro, we're going to look at that and not know how to sell it because it's yeah. not exactly a horror movie. Um, but we knew by doing a good festival run, we could then get the distro, which has worked for us because we've sold it to, I think, 23 countries. Um, you know, and it's a movie we made for $25,000. Yeah. So we're, we're very happy with what we pulled off for that. Oh
1: God, you, that, it was amazing. Like yeah. you, Thank you, you. Guys did an epic job doing what you did for that amount of money.
0: Yeah, thank, thank you. I think going to get a good deal to you. Yeah. Distro can be tough. Wow. Very don't um, yeah. get the right people. I know we did a movie once that was like a thriller, but they marketed it as a horror movie to try and sell it. Yeah. But like, they just want you to buy it, and then once you to buy it, they don't care what you think. No, nope. it's They're, true. Nope. They just ripped the shit out of it online. Yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah, no, they don't care whether anybody likes the movie. They yeah. just want to get that yeah. money. it's um, what it bought. Yeah, sold. And it's, it's tough. Um, because i mean obviously blinds being marketed as a slasher. Yeah. it's not exactly a slasher. Um, the sequel which we're going to do is a full-on 80s slasher. Nice. Um with some R-rated comedy and um, there it's a trilogy. The first one was meant to be kind of like a 70s slow burn Halloween style.
4: Well, the second almost, one
1: You almost feel bad for the guy.
4: Yeah, there you do. With
1: the first one, you feel really bad for him. Yeah. So, you know, to see the sequel, like I can, like, it, it's going to be interesting to see where that character goes. You, yeah. you
0: guys slid into a more higher-brow horror, which I always appreciate. You know, like, right now you have, like, the hereditaries and stuff yeah. like that, but they're all being done on a bigger budget, so to see yeah, you man. guys do this on a smaller budget was really, like,
3: Yeah, oh, like, thank you so much. It was
4: like, cool. it was great. And
3: yeah. that's that's Marcel Walls, the director. He's fantastic. He's got a beautiful eye for what he wants. Uh, Thomas shot the movie, and it's beautiful. It was... It was us trying to do an A twenty four movie right. on no money. Yeah, I mean, yeah. just twenty five grand is.
1: I mean, it's I nothing. Mean,
3: it's not I mean,
1: a, I'm not really anybody to say anything, but like, because my opinion's not really going to matter that much. But I think for what you the what you had for a budget and yeah, the finished product, I think you guys did an amazing job with it.
3: Well, thank you, and, and your opinion matters because yes. we're it's ridiculous. Uh, Sarah and I get to make any kind of money and work in this industry. It's ridiculous. Every day we get to work. It's like playing. So anytime even one person goes, Hey, you know, we, we enjoyed that, then we won. That, that was worth what we put into it. Yeah. Um, because we are you, we're everybody except for Frenchie. She's Frenchie, but (laughs) she's, she's an anomaly. She's just like this wonderful, perfect angel that is madly in love with me. There you go. Every
1: and, uh, every uh, man needs a strong woman. Yes, true <laughs> that.
3: Yeah, have you seen her workout videos? She, her
1: she workout cried. videos make me feel like I'm not doing anything, but then again, I'm also not doing anything. Right I see well, her but, videos though, and I'm like, yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm ever going to get to that point, but I'll sure as hell try. Yeah,
2: there you I, go, I, and that's all you can. I'm do.
3: never going to get to that point. I always kind of.
1: And <laughs> like she's pushed- sitting there flipping tires, bigger than she yeah. is, and I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> she
3: does that that like hammer thing now, and and uh, it's. She's
2: terrible. gonna kill it at the carnival with them games. Oh. She's, gonna-, <laughs> she's gonna.
3: She's gonna, she's gonna the blow only, away. Listen,
2: the only way you can see results is by challenging yourself. Yes. So you have to challenge yourself every day.
3: Yes.
1: I mean, I cheated. I had weight loss surgery, but, like, I have to keep up with it. I was was pushing 500 pounds. Like, I had to do something because no matter what I did for dieting-wise, like, I couldn't and then I start seeing her workout videos and I'm like, wow, she doesn't even need to be doing all of this, but she looks freaking fantastic. So I like, I incorporate, like I do some of the things you do, but I don't yeah. like, I'm yeah. not that balls to the
2: wall with it. <laughs> yeah. And,
3: and neither am I, but I mean, she's got her philosophy. As if she's not working on something,
2: I'm working on myself. Yes. Exactly. And, that's, and that's that's, a a, that's how everyone should you know look yeah. at it too.
3: Especially out here because LA is, uh, I love LA, but it is, it's a,
2: it's tough. Yeah, it's,
3: it's
4: a
1: hustle. It's,
3: it's a hustle, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, like all of us. Though this has been a year. I mean, we're all kind of I mean, just what struggling. What a year, you and, guys! Uh, right? And
1: you guys, and you guys have had the fires and everything out there too. Oh, oh my god! god has, or has it?
3: We're we're in the we're in the city, so we don't really have the fires, you know, close to us where we have to worry about burning anything. But for um, for
2: a good couple of weeks, it was really smoky. yeah, there were so. a couple of
3: days where you couldn't go outside, oh, yeah, it was, it was too hard to breathe and we it even, rains, rains ash. ash,
1: yeah, we even had it here. like you could the smoke started like drifting on the to the east coast. that was yeah. it was getting so ridiculous. Like, it's oh, yeah. it's
3: nuts and earthquakes. We've had a lot of earthquakes this year,. <laughs> We were in I was line saying at-
1: it's Armageddon. Like It really is. <laughs> like, every bad thing that could possibly happen has, like, been yeah. going on this year. Like, before 2021 hits, I wanted to see a disclaimer for what the next year is going to be yeah.
3: like. Well, and, and this year, I think Ugh. it's going to take years for us to be able to reflect on how really insane this year yeah. was. Yeah. I mean, it is insane, I mean, everything, everything that we've had to do and happen. Oh, yeah. And the things that went away, like the Murder Hornets, they were here for like a, a week, and then that went away. No more Murder Hornets. I, um, I don't
1: know that was ever a thing anyway, but... Yeah.
3: That well, I
0: created by the Sci-Fi Channel. Yeah.
3: It yeah. could have been. Asylum. Asylum did. I know there's at least two Murder Hornet movies out there. Oh, oh I'm cool. sure there's uh, way
2: more than that. coming. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just grateful we're all able to get back to work.
3: Yeah. Uh, we're finally opening up out here a little bit, but it's... You know, because we start production next week on a movie, and there's just so much that you have to go through with the COVID tests and being careful, separate food. And and a lot of people out here honestly aren't doing it. But the one thing we want to do with our our team is make sure everybody's safe.
1: Yeah, that's the most important thing, because if if you're not healthy, you're not going to get those projects out for everybody to say. No, I mean...
3: You just, that's, that's my biggest issue with everything because like, I hate wearing a mask. I hate it, but you have to, but you have to, even if they come out and say it's, there's only a 0.001% chance it helps. Then why wouldn't you do it?
1: No, it's exactly like wearing, like wearing the mask. I've had, I've got more acne now at 43 than I did my entire teenage years Mm. from like sweating and having to have the mask on constant
0: and rubbing. getting younger making you young again
1: yeah no, no. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, acne, no acne.
0: <laughs> maybe it is going to be like
3: a like a benjamin button thing now you're going to start reversing 2020 is so weird now the next 20 years we're going to go backwards
1: oh god okay. don't shudder at the thought yeah let's not let's not wish anything like crazy <laughs> no <laughs> Unless we're going back to the
2: 80s, I'd be okay
1: with that. I so that wouldn't me. be. You'd be like two.
2: <laughs> I know. That would make our
1: relationship <laughs> weird. Very weird.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, Joe, you ha- you wrote Blind. Yes. You're also an author. Which do you prefer? Do you prefer writing the screenplays? Do you prefer writing novels? What's-
3: um, honestly, it's hard to say. I- I've done a lot more work in the screenplays since moving to L.A., um, I find it's a lot easier, and uh, the financial side is a little bit better. People don't really buy the books anymore. Um, but, I mean, there's something to be said about, like, novels and fiction. I mean, certainly when I wrote I, Survivor, with Adam Green, I hadn't wrote anything in a couple of years, and that was fun just because of what it was. Yeah. Uh, so that never felt like I was pushing, because the one thing I hate is for writing to turn into a job. I hate feeling like I have to do something. I like doing it because I, I want to do it. Because you
1: literally enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Um, and with screenplays, it's a little bit, cause like with blind, we had Marcel Walls had a dream that he was shooting a movie in his house about a blind girl and a stalker. Hmm. And in the dream, he saw the crew. He saw everybody, but the next night he came to our house and told us about the dream. And we actually wrapped the movie five weeks the day later from dream wow. to wrapping that movie it was five weeks. So. During that 10-day period after he pitched that idea, I I wrote three features. Now, that stretch, because I'd already committed to two others, that Mm -hmm. felt like work because it was just nonstop. All right, lunch, I can work on this one, Mm -hmm. dinner, and then middle of the night. But there's something to be said about writing. Fiction's great, but with movies, you get an instant satisfaction of seeing people bring it to life. You get to experience people watching it. Like – If I just follow people around at Rock and Shot trying to watch them read my book, that's kind of weird. But I can sit in a room and watch them watch a movie. Uh, Plus, I get to work with other people. Mm -hmm. Like writing like fiction, you're really on your own and you have no idea, and it's all about you. Uh, Whereas a movie, there's so many moving parts that it's just amazing to see come to life. I mean, it really is. It's just it's ridiculous that we get a – do this at all i'm sure you guys feel the same way no. like when you were growing up you never thought you'd get a you know be on podcast talking about horror and one because you didn't know what a podcast was when you were <laughs>
4: there's
3: one Old day case. i'm gonna be in the new york times
2: <laughs> things were different back then um,
4: i never yes. thought that i'd
1: have people that are you know quote unquote celebrities as friends because like yeah. you guys are truly the most humble down-to-earth people. And, you know, usually you, you think when you think celebrity, you think automatically that the person's going to be an asshole. Yeah. Whereas well, with the, the majority of the celebrities that I've met within the horror community, everybody's been, been like fantastic.
3: No, they're, they're yeah. all great um, because that's the, you know, kind of pulling the veil when you move to LA, you realize a lot of those people have to work regular jobs because yeah. the, the money's yeah. not there like you think. Um, you know, it used to be 80s, 90s. Prior to the internet, you always had to portray yourself as being larger than life. It was part of the mystique. It's almost opposite now in the day and age of everybody like illegally downloading. You have to get out there and say, "No, wait a minute, that fucks me. I, I'm not making money. You're fucking me." Um, you have to let them know that. Like some of the our favorite bands, band members deliver pizza. Oh yeah. they, they work multiple jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that industry's the same. It, it's it's tough. I mean, we work harder doing this than any job we've ever had. And she used to be a farm there, broker. Because
2: the thing is, there is no nine to five. No. It's a constant. Right. We're constantly working throughout the day, throughout the weeks, throughout the weekends. Yeah. There is no just, okay, I'm turning my brain off now. It's you're constantly working, Yeah. whether it's physically or mentally.
3: And that's why I use marijuana. It helps me turn my brain down. It's a medicinal <laughs> it, thing.
1: It really does. Like, uh, yeah. I... It helps. I think it like it's better than you know taking Xanax or yeah. you know it's something healthier. like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, except if you have asthma, but that's, um, that's not going to stop me.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
3: See, for me, it's I love the edibles. Yeah. Um, yeah. and the edibles are so nice. I get them delivered. I can walk to my corner store and they have plants. They have edible. It's it's mm-hmm. the most amazing thing. And now California is testing mushrooms and oh. making mushrooms medicinal, which I think is I, I it's going to fuck up probably a lot of things that people are driving never,
1: around I'm, I've never in but... my life done shrooms. Like yeah. my, my cousin, we were at her house, I think for like Labor Day weekend and she hands me a baggie full of them. I'm like, what the hell am I supposed to do with that? Like they were yeah. still sitting here till like a week ago. One of my friends came over and he ate them. Yeah. I'm have fun.
0: What's yeah. <laughs> this? <laughs> Mushrooms and hallucinogenics are getting real big in like the self-help type stuff. Yeah.
1: yeah. No, yeah. For, for
0: sure. And working through like your inner problems and stuff. It's, It's interesting to see, like, they're getting so open to this stuff. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, they say, like, one mushroom trip can reset the brain and can help depression for up to six months.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, Um, maybe I should take some shrooms.
3: (laughs) Well, uh, last time I took shrooms, it was at a Thanksgiving, and the director of a Serbian film was there. So it was (laughs) (laughs) – I remember, like, about an hour to two hours I taking. him. I looked over at him, and he's very stoic. I mean, he's – Oh, yeah. You know, and I'm like, oh, my God. That's the guy that did the movie
1: about fucking a baby. Oh, oh my God. That movie, like, the only thing I can that – was, that was disturbing. It takes a lot to disturb me with watching horror films and that one. Yeah, no. I remember
0: Human Centipede came out, and, like, everybody was talking about that. And then it feels like a couple months later or whatever, this came out. And yeah. I've seen that, and it was like – like, Human Centipede was just like – no, nope. go uh, you know It's mean? like, that's nothing. Right out of the water.
2: Yeah. That's that It's cream compared to that.
0: The part with the baby, <laughs> the part with the baby, I actually had to shut off. Like, I, I haven't had to shut off a movie since I was, like, not even born yet. And, yeah. like, I
2: can't watch those movies. Yeah,
0: I was like, what? I had to, like, watch a comedy for a little bit and, like, come back. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <you know>? To, <laughs> to
0: cleanse yourself.
2: And you then, I'm like, the I'm court. thinking
1: the whole time. Let me find somebody trying to do that to my nephew. I'm going yeah. to jail because I'm going to catch a case for sure. Yeah, for sure, yeah. <laughs> for sure, yeah. For sure, and,
3: yeah. I, and I think I've watched the movie once. It's for me, it's not a movie anybody should watch over and over again. Right. But you watch it once, and it's it's done well enough where you see what they're doing. You can see some of the subtext. Um, but when I hear people call that their favorite movie of all time, I kind of it don't, makes
2: you wonder.
3: Yeah, that's yeah. Why it might be a, what.
2: You know, Tom Hanks is
3: rebooting it.
2: Tom
1: Hanks is?
4: Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right.
1: All right. Of all people, Tom Hanks.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think that the director Ah. that had to go to, like, court, like, when, like, the days of, like, Cannibal Holocaust, when he had to go to court for his movie, like, it brought that back to it, which is very rock and roll. You don't get that, like, extreme edginess in horror really anymore. And it was kind of cool to see that.
3: No, because everybody now knows everything. Nothing's real. It's all Uh, fake.
0: Yeah.
3: but wow, I mean mushrooms. Marijuana. <laughs> my like last, I think my last panel at Rock and Shock I dropped acid on that. that. Was the, yeah. You <laughs> did.
1: That was the one I recorded <laughs> that's not floating around today.
4: I watched somebody's
1: <laughs> been reposting that video that video from that panel today. Because okay. you came up to me and you were like, Guess what? I just dropped acid. This is gonna be fun. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I like those panels to be fun. Because like, I think that one in particular, it was supposed to be an I Survivor reading. Oh,
1: that's right. And I'm like, what am
3: I going to sit up there and read? I think I read it you ended up doing it
1: for like two seconds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But the majority of the time, you were just talking about other projects. You were talking about your books. Yeah. And you know, you were just genuinely having a good time with everybody that was in the panel. Yeah.
3: I, I like panels to be conversations. I'd rather just have conversations with people than than talk about Like thing, and plus I was really high. I was really fucked up, (laughs) so I was kind of just floating through everything. And I, if you haven't noticed from this, I have a tendency to just talk and keep talking and keep talking. And and uh, if I pause for a second and nobody talks, I jump right back in from years of doing radio and and stuff.
1: Well, that's why we initially started with our podcast. We had started at like a small local radio station here in Rhode Island, and then so we kind of got the vibe for it with doing that before we started go with the dorkening network. So we kind of try to keep it going. So everything flows because they weren't kidding when they said like a 10 second lag feels like 20 minutes.
3: Yeah. Oh, Yeah. It can, it can, it can be a, it can be yeah. a lot. And, and she would never like understand that 10 seconds can feel like a long time, but I try to tell her that. Yeah.
1: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> And this is why we love you guys.
3: (laughs) Well, you know, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, what a year, man. What a fucking year we've had. Like
1: Seriously. Um, this is definitely one of those moments in time where we're all going to sit back and be like, damn, we're stronger than we thought
2: because we survived. Oh, yeah. If you can survive this year, I think mean, you can survive just about anything.
1: Yeah, sure. like seriously, every health issue I've ever had in my life does not
2: compare to this year.
3: Yeah. So no, it's been one after another of oh my god.
2: Well, we were supposed to shoot Bloodthirst um, in Vegas right before COVID hit. Mm-hmm. We were we were scheduled to shoot it early April. Everything was planned. We were all set to go, and then bam. Yeah. COVID put a kibosh to that. So they were ready to start shooting right when they lifted the restrictions. So right when they lifted the restrictions, I think it was in, uh, July is when we went right back into production. And you could feel like you could
3: breathe a little bit, but.
2: Oh, I needed that. I needed that (laughs) soap.
3: We moved in the middle of it because we we had a small, like 450 square foot, one bedroom apartment and about a month into COVID, we're like, yeah, we need more room.
2: Yeah. uh, This is getting,
3: uh, like it's normally
2: tiny yeah that's
1: probably about the size of my place right now is probably about 400 and maybe so yeah I'm like if I'm gonna be but at least you gotta take into consideration too like I'm lucky that I have the person I'm with right now because if I was still with my ex you guys would I would be doing my portion of this program from prison
3: Uh (laughs) one of those
1: yeah (laughs) I would be doing yeah
3: (laughs) Well, that, that could have been interesting because I'm not sure podcasts are in prison, but it, that should be a
1: thing.
0: <laughs> Everybody has cell phones in prison now, I hear.
3: That's right. The burner phones. What? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Burner phones. Oh yeah. wow! They,
3: they sneak them in rectally. Oh. I don't know if you knew that.
1: Hmm. I'm, I, don't, I don't think I'd want to try and even attempt to put a burner phone in my booty.
3: No. I would never try to sneak anything in rectally. Because that would be inappropriate, Frenchie. Yeah. I yes. always ask permission. Yes. Asked, yes.
4: yes. yes. <laughs> I used to
3: feel that way about myself, but honestly, this whole bidet thing yeah. has made me question some things. I'm like, wow, you know, that's nice. It's nice, Frenchie.
2: How was the bidet at the studio yesterday?
3: It was fine. I turned it down. Oh,
2: okay. I put
3: one in at the studio because yeah. I have to have one there. Part of the bidet reason is, I, you guys know I got a shitty back. In the No pun cut. intended. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm fused, so I have trouble reaching sometimes. And my back has gotten bad because the one thing about being a writer is you get lost in it. and You're hunched over and you yeah. forget to move. So I needed a bidet at the studio. Mm-hmm. But the bathroom is a new, a freshly built bathroom. So I didn't realize the water pressure was so, like, more than normal. <laughs> so the first time I used it, it did hurt. Okay. It did hurt.
2: Well, you didn't check the settings?
3: No, I had the setting on low, but it's you have to adjust the pressure down oh. here. So
1: he, had ended up he-, having, he had it set at tsunami and didn't realize <laughs> it was supposed to be a slow trickle. <laughs>
3: yeah, it was a lo- level four.
1: I
2: heard it <laughs> yesterday, and I was like, uh-oh.
3: Yeah, it was blasting. But <laughs> the the first time, I, it was probably because I had a Hemi, and that was probably what, what that the problem probably was.
2: didn't
3: help <laughs> anything. Yeah. But... Um, <laughs> So yeah, yeah, I prefer I prefer writing screenplays now, probably to books. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I think this is definitely going to go down as one of our more one of our more epic episodes. Yeah. <laughs> definitely keeping it real.
3: Well, <laughs> you
0: know, <laughs> but How you roll? I, the pretty boy. The pretty boy character was such a great look. Yeah. Uh, you know, you see like horror films where they like the mask like really kills the film, and I thought this was like really great. So look, was that in the script or was that something you guys developed along the way? Like that was
3: from the first night Marcel told me about the dream. His mind, his version of it was like a Ken doll, a Ken doll come to life with a blue suit and the pretty face. Um, so we had no turnaround. I mean, we were literally from the dream to starting filming was two and a half weeks. So luckily we have a friend of ours, Ken Hall. He did the mask for the strangers, Hmm. uh, puppet master. He made the mask for us really fast. Uh, um, and really what it like the pretty boy character, and I'm glad you brought up that you felt bad for him because yeah. in writing it, that was one of my goals. Is obviously I want you to feel for the fake character, which Sarah played so well.
0: Great.
2: Really I was gonna bring that up like, yep. phenomenal.
0: I tell everybody she's like fantastic at it. Yeah,
4: she's you guys. I
2: mean, I mean, the, what's great is I really felt the character and yeah. I basically became her when I first read the script. I cried.
4: Yeah, I mean,
2: Joe's writing is just it's phenomenal. He wrote. There's so many levels with the screenplay and with the character. It almost made it easy for me to become her.
3: Yeah, Yeah. I I knew how to write for her. And it was, Blind was my love letter to Sarah. Because I was giving her an opportunity to do something she may not normally get. I mean,
2: that kind of role is every actor's dream. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was able to convey all these emotions, and it was it was such an amazing role, an amazing movie. Yeah. I'm so
1: proud of it. And, and oh, yeah, I there was a couple of points in it where you just like, like I said, you you feel so much for your both your character and Pretty Boy. Like yeah. I had, I there was a few parts where I was like, all right, I, should I really be crying right now? Or filling like, up
2: with the tears because I, of- I I told Joe, I said right away, I said I I feel just as bad for Pretty Boy.
3: And and that's, I, you
2: really feel for him, and that's
3: really what I wanted to do, especially with the character, because Marcel had the look he wanted, which was a, a fantastic look. Um, obviously, looks sold the movie. We've got the oh, yeah. the nationwide costume and mask. And well, you, said a,
1: you, you wanted to you wanted that character to be like a Ken doll, and yeah. then you have Barbie playing, yeah, you know, the female lead. So it, you know you you know you kind of it was like a fantastic mash.
3: Oh, yeah, and, that, and that's yeah. basically what it was. It was like Barbie and Ken at prom um, with Pretty Boy. Obviously, his vision of beauty is that Ken doll, so he's trying to look like yeah. that as much as he can. And I wanted people just to feel bad for him because you don't get that out a lot of quote-unquote slashers. Mm-hmm. You also don't get a lot of character development, which for me, right. because it's a trilogy, we kind of looked at the first movie as almost like act one of a greater thing. Let's just spend the movie getting to know the characters Part two, we go a little bit more horror, but um, part two focuses a lot on Pretty Boy. We get a lot more of his story, his backstory, in order to set up like a a final confrontation type thing. So I, I think Marcel did a killer job with what he wanted with that character. And the thing is, when you're doing like a slasher movie for no budget on an indie level, You're not, you can't compete with the big boys. So you gotta do your own thing. And we took chances. We said, let's, you guys have seen the movie without spoiling it. I'll just say, every time you kind of expect it to go somewhere, we try to do something a little different. Like all these movies end the same. It's the killer and the final girl. There's an epic fight and chase. So I went the opposite way and we ended up doing something different, Mm -hmm. which some people love, some people hate. It's gonna, it's polarizing.
1: I mean, it <laughs> threw me off because yeah. the person that I thought was going to be Pretty Boy was not the person that was Pretty Boy. No. <laughs> so, well, I, we've heard that a lot, yeah. actually.
3: Um, because, again, movies, the reveal is almost always, you know, okay, that's why it's a Scooby-Doo moment of, oh, it's this person. Um, so we wanted to just play with that a little bit. And really, we knew that because we shot it in the house Marcel lived in at the time, the director, he was renting it. I knew that if she's blind in a glass house, we can't have a lot of like chasing and fighting. It's just not going to work. Plus we don't no. have the time. We don't have the budget. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a 10 day shoot.
1: It's not real either. No. If you have, you know, him chasing a blind person no. yeah. regardless of even whether they know the layout
2: or not. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's,
3: it's if, not if, possible. If he wants her, he's, he's going to take her in. And, and you know, the shoot was, it was interesting because it rained five of the 10 days on set. It rained for half that movie and it never rains in California. But you never see it on camera raining. We we got lucky that we could shoot around it. Um and shooting in the glass house was rough cuz it is rain we couldn't show the Hollywood sign cuz that's like $20,000. But it's right under the Hollywood sign. That house. Yeah, I was it's, kind
1: of figuring that's about the area yeah. that it looked like when I was. You know, I've not, not like I've ever Facebook
2: been there, but <laughs> yeah. you literally yeah. walk on the balcony and it's right yeah, there. Yeah, it's
3: just the Hollywood sign. But it's it's. Well,
2: and the nice thing about the rain was all of our drone shots. I mean, yeah. You could see how green and lush everything yeah. is.
3: It cleared the smog. The rain yeah. cleared the smog. So I mean,
2: we got a beautiful shot of downtown. We and we, 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 we wouldn't d- have gotten that if it didn't rain.
3: We do this positivity stuff where we'll we'll go up and hike and hold hands and just not religious more spiritual about just life in the world and you know what we can do to try to try to be positive because this is a city that's not positive it's very negative
1: that's what like you're we- going on a hike in that kind of atmosphere it's kind of like yeah. your wusa where you can go yeah. and just reset yourself yeah. and it really is
3: and, and okay. we try to do that just to remind ourselves because up there the city's beautiful yeah. And you just got to get up there to see it. And the, the big place we go is the wisdom tree, which is why it's the clone in the movies, wisdom tree clone. Um, and it's about being positive And like Luke, his uh, Luke, the character that that's mute um, his whole monologue type thing. He says, is a lot of what we say when we're up there up on the Hill. And, and that was again, going in a weird direction. I mean, who's going to have the, like the coach, you know, speaker be mute. <laughs> and talking through his cell phone, it was just a weird, yeah. it was weird. And, and
1: then every time he started speaking through his cell phone, all I could picture was, um, like, one of those old, like, Simon-type voices Yeah. when he was speaking or, you know, talking to whichever character he was speaking with at that moment. And I'm like, why do I feel like I'm listening to my speaking spell back yeah. right now?
3: <laughs> and, it, and it was interesting because we actually, Tyler Gallant, who played that character, which is a hard character to play because he's got to do it all through his
1: expressions. facial
3: expressions. Mm-hmm. It's his voice. So it was it, that was a challenge for him is to do that and yeah. then do the voice later. Because we had to ADR the voice after the fact to get it to try to time out the best we could. Uh, but like he did a great job. I was so proud of everybody that worked on it.
2: I mean, um, it was... It, it was a beautiful film, and there were so many, there were so many um, unique things about it. And you know, we it was it was a challenge, I think, for all of us.
3: Yeah, I mean, it was the whole movie's just the our group of friends we met every Tuesday at a taco place in the valley, and we had Taco Tuesdays,
1: and we can't just complain said, about that.
3: One <laughs> of these days when the stars align, let's just all make a movie, and it just so happened that that was the time frame. Yeah. Um, we had five weeks available that we could shoot it in. So that was why we went from an idea to wrapping in five weeks. That's what we had. Um, and it was fun to do with friends. It's a challenge working with friends sometimes because it's easy to kind of, like, you have the banter, it's easy to goof off. But mm. luckily for us, the majority of us are, are, are serious. Yeah. Like most people that work with me are, are shocked at how serious I am on set. I'm a lot of fun once the day's over, but while we're there we can I'll smile. It's work. Right. But it's we got work oh, yeah. to
4: do.
3: Um, There's a time and, and
1: place for everything.
3: Yeah.
2: Exactly.
3: And uh, yeah. it's hard work. I mean even the new movie we're working on,
2: oh.
3: like we're all doing ten jobs. <laughs> like today I spent all the today going through catering for box lunches every day of individual everybody on the crew and actors. Where we're ordering from, what they're going to get, putting that together. The
2: schedule. The scheduling the, and
3: uh, uh, Marcel's,
2: getting the directors the set ready, the, getting,
3: yeah, buying all the clothes uh, and
2: the props. The,
3: but that's the beauty of it is to see it all kind of come together and be there through the whole thing because we're just happy we get to make another one. Yes.
1: It's like know. having, it's like having a baby and yeah. you know, watching your child grow.
3: Yeah. We knew we wanted the second one, but we didn't know if we could get it. Because of how weird it is, it's not a movie that you can really describe. Right um,
1: now, with the sequels, is Faye still going to be his obsession, or are you guys going to try and bring in other people for him to like the, kill the, everybody type of deal?
3: The sequel begins right when the first one ends, and uh, yeah. if you noticed, uh, we actually cut a couple scenes, so it's not really referenced, I guess. But, uh, the first movie ends, it's Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see the date on Luke's phone and we actually the scene that talks about Valentine's Day we cut. So if it's Valentine's Day in the Hollywood Hills, there may be, I don't know, another party going on somewhere. Yeah. So, uh, I'll say that.
4: Um,
1: <laughs> I tried, like I wasn't trying to make you guys like, give too much away, but like, yeah. I, I, I'm that type of person that like if I watch a movie where there's like, a connection or something between characters, you kinda want to see them come back for the other one. Yeah. Oh yeah. And for sure. not see, you know, all right, well what happened to her? Where you yeah. know, why isn't she in this one? You yeah. know, and leave a bunch of other unanswered questions when yeah. you know going into the sequel.
3: Yeah, we're gonna I mean we're gonna give a little bit more as we go. Like yeah. the first movie, we there's a lot of little subtle things to pick up that maybe will be brought up later. But it's really it's her story and it's Pretty Boy's story. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one continues right where the first ended. We we continue on at that moment. Um, and the second movie is all one night. It's one night uh, basically between the time of three a.m. to five thirty a.m. So uh, the runtime of the movie is pretty close to the uh, of yeah. the time frame too. So um we got a little bit more money on this one so that was nice we can have a little bit more gore we have uh you know when we shoot that one we have joe castro doing the effects and uh uh, frenchie's back we got jed rowan who played pretty boy he's he's a friend of ours we met at a convention 11 years ago in colorado of all places and we got along with him well and when we moved to la the first month we were here we bumped into him three times Like at Panda Express bookstore. Um, And Jed had always, you know, gotten along with us. And when we designed the movie, it was like he's the perfect pretty boy because Jed Mm -hmm. has some unique mannerisms. Um, And that's what we want to do, too, is, you know, we want to keep for the trilogy. Obviously, you have to we can't replace you. You're not replaceable. And then and then Jed plays the killer straight through because we want that. I mean, I love Friday the 13th. That's my favorite series of all time.
0: Yeah.
3: And it certainly didn't bother me when they changed up sometimes the Jasons, but, like, when you go from two to three, it's just such a vast difference, Uh, which is, for me, like, three and four are my two favorite. Uh, What's your favorite, Frenchie? What's your favorite Friday the 13th? Same,
2: three and four. Three and four? Yeah.
3: Okay. What about you guys?
2: I like six I like a lot, you. but I enjoy three oh, and
0: four. Marcel like, loves six too. Six got the best soundtrack of all time.
3: Yeah, our, our director of "Blind" Marcel Walls. Part six is his favorite.
0: Yeah. Classic, yeah. Yep, Mel,
3: how that's about wonderful.
1: It's probably probably the same thing for me. Um, three and four. Yeah, mm-hmm. four is the one, the first one with it, with Corey Feldman, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was definitely one. I, of my favorite ones.
3: I, I saw that one at the drive-in like four times when I was a kid, yeah. when I was like eight years old. So that was the one that imprinted on yeah. me the most. Yeah. Um, you guys seen the new box set?
4: Yeah,
1: I'm jealous. Oh, Every it. single person I know oh, is buying that, so far, that. I know I, we We, don't have, it yet we don't have it
3: yet either. But everybody posts it, and I'm so happy for them. For
1: a oh, moment, and then it's then the, you're like, and it's on. like, screw you! I need it. Yep.
2: <laughs> we'll so get we, it at some point. That's for
1: sure. The, the posters that um, came a, came with the oh. that box oh. are like amazing.
3: They're beautiful. People Thank are you. buying the posters for like two hundred dollars a piece. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It reminded me when the uh, the Chucky doll, that life size Chucky doll, came out, and everybody yeah. was throwing up their pictures of that, just making everybody jealous. I just yeah. i
1: i I, visit, I personally i can't do it as much as I want to because I have champagne taste on a beer budget.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, I hear well, you there. Uh,
3: that, that's, that's me too. I'm I'm gonna wait till the price drops a little bit, and then yeah, I'll probably then buy it. I'll probably yeah. scoop it up.
2: We have um,
0: to. And it's October. Guys, I know you guys had pals in California be- before you left, but like, what? How how welcoming is that? Is like the California community to outsiders coming in? I've always wondered that because it is like the hub of making film. And yeah. everybody goes there, you know, to, to really kind of, you know, to attempt um, so how if, is it? So how, how if, is it?
3: If I'm going to be completely honest. I hope so. It's like a junior high lunchroom. It's very clicky. These yeah. people don't like those people. They talk shit. Um, if you have success, people will hate on you yeah. because that should be them, not you. It's, it's tough. The hardest thing is finding real friends here. Yeah. You, you make a lot of industry friends. Yeah. But very few real friends that you can count on. We've been lucky that, that yeah. we've we've got a handful of really strong friends. Yeah. Um, but it's tough. It's clicky. It's a junior high lunchroom.
2: But you know what? That happens everywhere, yeah. honestly. Yeah. That's, that's everywhere. Even in Minnesota, it yeah. was bad. I, I mean, mean,
3: what we wanted to do with our team... You just have team, to
2: know what to look for and weed through the bullshit. Yeah,
3: there's a lot of talkers. But and with our team, we just wanted to show that, listen, there's no reason like the i have a really cheesy line of blind at the end where it's uh join me in this journey called life it's cheesy as fuck it's melodramatic but that was honestly that was me just trying to say that to everybody that's in the industry of why can't we all just play together
2: right yeah. why why does it along
3: why can't we all support one another we're i all, love
2: that line we're all doing
3: it. our different things um like certainly nobody's making something like blind we're we're yeah. doing our own thing they're doing their own thing. Yep. We support indie horror. We rent everything when it comes out. Yep. Um it's it's a it's a challenge. By no. you you considering moving out here?
1: No.
0: No. No, <laughs> no I mean it's a nice start, all. Yeah,
1: yeah. So i like I I, I wouldn't mind
0: <laughs> We do film as well.
1: Visit. Okay.
0: We yeah. make indie we make indie film as well, but I, my stance is more I'll try and make an impact here. And if people hang yeah. over there and want me over there, then I'll go. Yeah. But yeah, like, perfect. yeah, you know, it's, it's
3: tough here because everything costs so much more. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. including living here, like that 450 square foot apartment I'm, I told you about, yeah. that
1: was
3: a... $1,700 a month.
1: Yeah. Right? That's a mortgage here. Yeah. yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah,
3: I mean, the reason we moved is because everything went down in price during COVID because people were not renting or moving. So yeah, Everything finally went down a little bit, yeah. so we made a jump.
1: Like literally, um, to see your apartment, did you have to take a virtual tour? Or did they actually let you come in
2: and well, look at it? At it was a virtual you, tour. Right? No,
3: we could come, but nobody meets you. They give you a passcode, yeah. an individual passcode for the door, and then you can come in and look at it and leave. Um, but nobody meets here, and, and uh, yeah. But even that's weird because, like, I could get the passcode and we could have just lived here.
1: Until
3: somebody... Squatting until...
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Now, I know, like, in in the movie, in Blind, you are best friends with Caroline Williams' character. Mm -hmm. Are you in her tight in real life as well? Is she, like, one of your inner circle being out on the West Coast? Or is that, Uh like, the first time you got... Are you guys, like, just on the set and then...
0: A no, we've, we personal question,
2: man. we've, uh, well, she
1: doesn't have to answer it. It's just a curious, like, it's just like, like I like to see how other people get along. I know you mean, I, mean. Strife. I we've, you. So we've, we
3: uh, I'll I'll take this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we've <laughs> known Caroline for years, years and years. Um, she was part of our taco Tuesday group. Um, like every week we had tacos and hung out and everything. Um, And I I wish her well on her future endeavors.
4: Hell
0: yeah.
1: (laughs) It's not like she's ever going to listen to this show. so She's actually
0: our biggest fan. Yeah.
1: Maybe (laughs) of you, not of me.
3: No, I mean, Marcel had worked with her before on Blood Feast, his Blood Feast remake. Mm -hmm. I had worked with her on a movie years ago where she played my aunt. That never got released. So she's been a part of our lives for a long time. But and she
1: was in Hanukkah too with you, wasn't she? She was in Hanukkah. Yes, yeah, so she pretty. played my
3: mom in Hanukkah.
1: Yeah.
3: Um. There's points in life where you meet people and you've known them a long time and you work together. And you together, just go your
1: separate ways. And then after, after that, that point.
3: the journey yeah. journey heads in other directions. But we we wish you well.
1: Yes. You know,
3: we never wish anybody negativity.
1: No, um, I I'd like to see people. You know, I, I I'm the same way. You could, because. I'm a firm believer. There's no point in putting bad energy out in the world. No. There's enough of it. Yeah. So exactly. you're out there. You're doing your thing. Good for you, boo boo. You keep doing yeah. your thing and I'm going to yeah. stay over here and do mine.
3: <laughs> and, and we, we wish them well. Like even the people we don't get along with, we want them to do better right. because that just pushes us to want to do better. Like I don't want anybody to be terrible.
1: Yeah. And,
3: yeah. Or, I mean, there's, well,
1: I mean, there's a few people I want. Well, I mean, sure there's that, that, there's that,
3: where,
1: you know, people come, everybody comes into your life for a reason and whether they yeah. stay for, exactly. like, I, you stay for a season or, you know, I can't remember it like completely, but that's kind of like the, of the basis leg- yeah. Everybody's in your life part, for a reason. The legacy. Mel.
0: Yeah. 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 You guys exactly. first moved to California. I hear you, you can just walk down the street and meet celebrities. Did you guys meet anybody that really blew your mind? That was really cool. Like a, John Carpenter, walking into a John Carpenter, or, you know, well, a Sam Raimi? Or... Um,
3: we, we actually worked with John Carpenter on two music videos.
0: Oh yeah. So, <laughs> <That's> uh, <awesome.
3: laughs> uh, one of them on his birthday. We did the that Escape from New York music video mm-hmm. and then the Distant Dream music video. Yes. Um, so we got to work with John. That was cool.
0: Oh, that was- uh, okay. How is John Carpenter?
3: He is, uh, he's all business.
0: Okay, you yeah. know,
3: it's, it was Great for us because it was live in the studio for his – it's the music. Yeah. Um, so he's got the full band, and his backing band is his son. Yeah. Um, and Daniel Davies, who's the son of uh, one of the guys from the Kinks. Okay. And the, uh, the other two to three are the backing band of Tenacious D, so they're all fantastic musicians. Oh,
4: great. Awesome. Um,
3: but he knows what he wants. He's, he's not going to dick around. This is what he wants to do the the beautiful part of it was there was a moment cuz his son with adrian barbeau is is a really nice guy and uh they all both play keyboards in the band and in the studio we are in is a it's a famous studio like lady gaga was recording next door to us she came over to kind of listen
2: joe to her wow. and joe met I
3: met her there at that so
2: i would have
1: fangirled so bad that's like big <laughs> shit you know. like
2: that happens yeah. it happens she, all the time she here. was
3: awesome but there was a moment where we were on break, and there were two old pianos that were kind of facing each other. And uh, John and his son started playing the theme from Halloween. Wow. And we yeah. just stood there for like three and a half minutes. We're just,
2: we're just like in, in awe watching them. <laughs> but,
3: yeah. um, he,
1: he's on my bucket list of people I'd love to be able to meet.
3: Yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's wonderful. Um, we've seen Kiefer Sutherland at the grocery store a handful of times. Oh, yeah. Um, one time he put his groceries in the, ro- in the wrong person's cart. He put them in somebody <laughs> else's cart, and he had to pull them out and apologize. So I was like, fuck, I've done that, and it's embarrassing. Yeah. But imagine being Kiefer Sutherland and doing that.
1: Yeah. Well, I, do, I purposely do that. Like, I'll, I'll walk by a woman that's got a screaming kid and, like, throw a pack of condoms in her cart. Perfect. <laughs> you know, that's what I the deal. noodles,
0: boys <laughs> <laughs> With, like, the Chinese noodles. No, oh god! Like yeah. A fake commercial for like an, a frozen noodle dinner. Yeah, you your noodles, Michael. Yeah.
3: Well, we saw uh, the guy who played Newman was oh, at the yeah. grocery store, and <laughs> uh, everything in my head said, "Okay, go get a can of barbasol and tell him he dropped it." Yeah. I was like, "I bet everybody's you done should. that." And you, you know, yeah. you kind of leave them alone when they're out and about. Yeah, um, yeah. But it's grocery stores mainly where you see people. Is like you go to Hollywood Boulevard, you're never going to see anybody. Well, when I, I
2: well, when I first moved here, I worked a day job. Yes, I had a day job um, at uh, Bed Bath and Beyond, and it was right at the bottom of the Hollywood Hills, basically.
3: Right off Ventura Boulevard. Yeah, right
2: off Ventura, and so all the celebrities would shop there. So I, I helped Patricia Arquette multiple times. Very she nice. Was super cool. She was super yeah. cool. I've just, like, I, I've always, I'm insane. insane.
1: Yeah. yeah. She's her horror ties. Yeah, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3. That was yeah. where my love for her started. Yeah.
0: The whole She's family's great. great. I love that whole family, yeah. Uh, yeah. Did you see the David Arquette documentary? I, that documentary I want to. I love oh, the fact so,
3: Yeah. It's it's really good. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really good.
0: You seems like a good guy too.
3: He's a very nice guy. I've met him once at a convention in Texas years ago. Mm-hmm. And very cool. Loves horror, loves wrestling. We're huge wrestling fans. So, yes.
4: Yeah.
1: Um, we were talking about yeah, like when um Ready to Rumble first came out.
0: Yeah.
4: We
1: were talking about how great that movie was and you know, it's it's absolutely so hysterical. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's one of the only times that the w- WCW got the upper hand on the WWF was with that they,
3: they, they did. And then went out of business, Vince bought him shortly after, but <laughs> Well, that's no, why that, Yeah, that was uh yeah, because WWE didn't make very good movies back in the day. Like, I loved No Holds Barred, the Hogan-Zeus yeah. movie. Yeah. But I rewatched that, like, last year. And it just doesn't hold up. It doesn't
1: up. hold up to yeah, the... Sure. In in anyway.
3: <laughs> yeah, not... I mean, when I was a kid, it was one thing, but... Um, well,
1: I'm kind of so- curious to see where, like, w- well, WWE now. But, like, where um the See No Evil movies with Kane. Mm-hmm. I I want to see how, you know, I'll feel about those movies when I'm, like, 80. Yeah. <laughs> I really loved
3: I really loved the first one. The first one was directed by a porn director, so it's very mean. Like he's carrying people through wall- through doorways oh, and yeah. he's bashing them. Yeah. It's yeah. very dark. It's very it's very mean. The second one was a little lower budget. Um,
1: and the Soska the Soska twins did that one. Yeah, the
3: second one. Oh uh, with Daniel, Daniel Harris and
1: Yeah, Danielle Harris was in it. Um, yeah, Catherine yeah. Isabel.
3: Yep. She's another
1: one I'd like to meet because I I enjoy her work too. Yeah, um, American Mary I think is my all time favorite with Catherine Isabel. Yeah,
3: of 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 the Soska movies, I think that's probably. Well, actually, I like the Rabbit movie quite oh, a lot. Oh yeah, I thought Rabbit yeah, was fantastic well. Fantastic job with yeah. Rabbit. I, yeah.
1: I I have Jen Soska as a friend on my Facebook, and I like I I I was like I'm gonna end up offending her, but I'm like I had posted some meme for Dead Hooker in a trunk. <laughs> And it was like some three year old, and she like commented under it, but she was laughing about it because of the. That's great. And I don't yeah, remember what the meme said, but. Yeah. Like, I, everybody knows. I like, I post the most random shit, and like, depending on what time of day or night it is, and what kind of, yeah. you know, how much lack of oxygen is going to my brain is what Perfect. I'm going to
3: post. Yeah. Well, <laughs> see, and, and I used to post tons of just. You know, I I thought it was funny, but a lot of stuff, but I've, I've over the years pulled back a little bit because the world has shifted in Hollywood.
2: And a
3: joke, a joke can get you and you can lose a job because of a joke you made 10 years ago.
2: Or
1: if you're me, you get 30 days in Facebook jail constantly.
3: (laughs) Or you're, or you're blacked out in the lobby of a hotel and in Worcester mass with Jesus from the walking dead. And your ah,
1: <laughs> that dude could have literally read me the dictionary and I would yeah. have been okay with it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he liked me, but I was in a full uh, blackout during that. Situation. That was the oh. first
1: time I met you. And yep. the first thing that happened that night was you showed me your tattoo. Yep.
3: <laughs> ah. well, <laughs> the, it,
2: tattoo. the thing
3: yeah. is, is, like I used to drink a lot at shows and I was always known as the party guy. And, and I had lost all that weight and I hadn't drank in a year. So because I, I went almost a year where I couldn't walk on my own. I was either in a walker or I collapsed prior to the last surgery. So when I got there, it was like seeing friends again. So I was like, ah, fuck, I can drink like I normally do, but having weighed a hundred pounds less and not drank in a yep. year. Nope. Yeah. It was bad. I, I blacked out, and uh, there's Not a lot of pictures. They me
1: home one night. I had a, I had one of those moments, so I, yeah. uh, I understand completely. Yeah. I've seen <laughs> yeah.
3: the pictures, though, where where you know Jesus is there. You're sitting there. I think <laughs> it's you and I talking in the picture because somebody else took it.
1: I've but never can, seen those pictures, <laughs> but you
3: can see Jesus sitting there with just a look of disdain. Oh. <laughs> About whatever I was saying.
1: It was like four in the morning. Yeah. Sarah's long gone into oh bed yeah, and out cold sleeping. Oh, she,
3: she did. Joe, Joe
1: missed that full Saturday. Yeah, bro. I never
3: made it to the show Saturday. It's the only time in the history shows I never made a show.
1: <laughs> like, are you kidding me? She, yeah, we was, went. We went hard on that that, for, yeah. that Friday night.
3: That was a that was a rough one for me, and uh, she left me. Yep. She was like, oh, "I'm gonna go upstairs and get a drink," and then she never came back.
1: Okay. Yeah, you, but, said to, you said that. You said that to us too. To your damn but self.
3: it was. It was a week, a fun weekend for me because it was my, my childhood friend. I grew up in a small town called Iota, Minnesota that had like 800 people in that little town. And my, my friend actually played drums for ministry. He was, that was his first show with ministry. So we kind of had a reunion right. there in the lobby of how weird is it that two of us from this little shit town all ended up kind of chasing because he was a drummer back then. Mm-hmm. And I, I had to see a shrink back then because I wrote a story for creative writing about killing my family. <laughs> so we we both kind of ended up gravitating towards,
1: but it's like it's a healthy release. You weren't acting on yeah. those thoughts. I exactly. didn't
3: act. I didn't understand well, it because there was humor. Anybody that's read any of my my either zombie bukaki or the short story collections, yeah. there's humor through all of it. And I get away with what I do because I'm winking, and it's not well—not for
1: nothing. Even when you see the when you see a name of a book named Zombie Bukaki, you know there's an element of comedy in there. Yeah. Who the oh. hell is going to think of that on their own and be serious? Yeah.
3: Exactly. Well, have I, have you ever heard the story of that book?
1: No, um, I haven't. I, I I'll admit I haven't read any of your books okay. yet, but like, well, I, you don't, I don't have, have to read the, the read. book.
3: The, you don't have to read the book, but the story of how the book came about is probably better than the book. And I used to do, prior to, like, rock and shock and stuff, I did a lot of conventions. They were all over the country. And I would, flying, I'd buy a toilet, and I'd paint it all bloody and fill it with brownies. <laughs> and my my readings, I would pull down my pants, and I would read from the toilet. And while I was reading, I'd take brownies, and I'd eat them or throw them at the crowd, whatever. But one of them, I had a friend bet me. He said, I'll give you a $100 if you can say the word bukkake more than 50 times during this reading. So I went up and made up the whole thing about Zombie Bukaki's my next book. It was never supposed to be real. It was a fake title that got around and got somebody from the history channel to write me about being in a documentary they're doing on zombies. So I was flown to LA, credited on screen as author Zombie Bukaki and, uh, over this thing, and at that point, I was like, I better write it now. So I quickly wrote it yeah. as quick That's as I amazing, could. That's amazing, though,
1: because like you see that happen, you see that that, that does happen at times. Because it's yeah. like, oh, yeah, when they released the the Grindhouse movies with Planet Terror and Death Proof, like Machete was only supposed to be like a fake trailer, and people yeah. were so amped up about it, they made two movies out two of movies. it. Two movies, and, and, a, and it supposedly a, a Machete in Space is the next one. Dan, oh Danny, wants really Danny, Danny wants it really bad. Danny, I was lucky enough to meet Danny at Rhode Island Comic Con in 2018. He's like the nicest guy. Like yeah. he saw that we had press passes and he let us like, we'd all been waiting in line for three hours prior to the convention even starting. Like when they, cause when they let us in, we were there. Yeah. So we're standing in line and he seen that I had press passes. So he let me, the, and all my friends that were with me jumped the line. Well, you, were, I, oh, I'm sure those people oh, were pissed. But he said, "Oh, you guys <laughs> have press passes. Come they on over not, and talk to Not
0: support the shock treatment show. <laughs>
1: not <laughs> after that.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm like, I don't mind waiting. We've already been waiting yeah. here for three hours. There's literally like maybe a half a dozen to a dozen people in front of us because, like, yeah. they would have people holding their spot. Run and go get coffee. <laughs> you know, and switch sure. off that type of deal. So I'm like, oh wow, these people are really gonna hate us. And then every other, and then every time we walked by, he'd start whistling. And um, he was sitting across from Michael Rooker.
3: Yeah,
1: and uh, like, who's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, he oh had Michael. God. He had Michael Rooker across from him, and Emilio. Um, I want to say Emilio Rivera from yeah. Sons of the Mayans and Sons of Anarchy
4: yeah.
1: next to him. So like, and then Joey Fatone on the other side of him. So like that whole entire corner was yeah. trouble because every time I came by, they would start <laughs> yelling something because they all knew me from walking around all weekend. Yeah,
4: that's it. great.
0: That's awesome. All, all
4: those
3: They're guys, you just, there. all those guys you mentioned are, are awesome.
1: Michael need- actually autographed a copy of Maddie's movie.
0: Yeah. Uh, really, P.J. Samman,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> the Autographed and gave it back to me. Really, I had another one to give him. <laughs> give
1: him <back. laughs> so That's he um, ended up getting his autograph on. Fun story, I love yeah.
3: yeah, no, it's a, it's a great story. Michael's a good guy. Danny's great. He makes his restaurant out here is taco oh restaurant. Oh my god, it's so
2: good. I know, um, I want to
1: go. That's the only reason I want to go out to uh, California. I'm not even going to lie. I want to Food go- is so good.
2: <laughs>
3: yep. And he's got a donut shop too. We've never been in there. No, we yet. have to go. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. there's usually a line around the door. I know. Around the building. But, uh, no, that's, uh, yeah, so, I mean, the process of writing screenplays is so much different than
2: fiction. <laughs> I know.
3: <laughs> that's
1: the bad thing about doing a show with us. We go in nine million directions all at the same time. It always ends up back at the same time. I, but that's okay. That fun. I never
3: talk about any topics. It's just no. it's just talking it's, a mile a minute. It's and, fine. And, it's and, better uh, that way. And, uh,
1: and and then people get to see just how real you really are, that yeah. you're, you know, you're not. Yeah fake you're not trying to be somebody that you're not you're out there you're doing your thing you're killing it yeah neither one of you are at a lack for having new projects like there's constantly something being released between one or or both of you
0: yeah i'm I'm proud of the both of you
1: i mean even though even even the fact that you you, guys being together you know you're a couple you guys can you you get along well enough where you can work together. You travel together. Yeah. There's not many people that can say that. Even no,
3: eleven time. years. We've been together yeah. eleven years.
1: Now, where you're both from Missouri? So, were you anywhere like within vicinity? Did you meet there originally?
3: Uh, Minnesota. We were in Minnesota.
2: Oh, sorry, Minnesota. Sorry. Oh, that's fine.
3: They both start with a myth. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: no, we met. We met on uh, my very first movie, Pajama Party Massacre. He played the killer and he wrote the screenplay. So that's where we met. And then we did a few movies together after that. And um, on the third film is when we kind of got together.
3: Yeah. Prior to shooting the third film. Yeah. um, Actually the premiere of the second film. But the first film, I cut her head off, and it was this weird.
2: And it was love like, ever since.
3: <laughs> it was it was connection. Yeah, it was, uh, I knew
2: right away. I was like, "That's my man."
3: We were both in <laughs> other relationships at the time, so it, yeah. the friendship blossomed, and yep. then and then turned into, you know.
2: Yeah, I was, mean, he's been with me through this whole journey since day one. Yeah, and he's seen the progression, and yep. and we work really well together. And that's what makes it fantastic to see you guys
1: getting what you deserve and you know everything that you're getting you deserve yeah it's not like somebody that's doing it just because of the fact that you know they want that check they just want you they want to be known you're doing it for the actual love of it oh and
3: and it's and it was great to work together because we did those three movies together in minnesota Mm -hmm. and we didn't she didn't act in anything i wrote until blind again we had that 10 years of being together and always working on separate things before we came full circle again, yep. and then it's been—we did blind, we did a werewolf movie with Richard Grieco, and then we did uh, the movie coming up. You've yep. got two more movies in the next six months we're doing that I wrote that you're going to be in. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got whatever other
1: things. plus whatever other projects she's got lined up ready to go. I game. mean, it's
2: just—it's been
1: insane. I mean,
2: I my lifetime movie just came out like a few weeks ago pool boy nightmare so that you can uh see on amazon prime yep and
4: um, lifetime
2: and lifetime as well i can't even
1: remember we used to have like on sundays back in the day like sundays with lifetime movies and pints of ben and jerry's ice cream i can't (laughs) that probably helps you know contributing to the fact that i was almost 500 pounds at one time
4: (laughs)
2: <laughs> it was That's great. I, it was great doing a lifetime film. It was my first one, and I, that was like one of my goals. I am like, okay, I got to do a lifetime movie. I got to do a reenactment uh, show. I got, yep. and you
1: know, well, I'm it's funny. off. It's like Felissa. Felissa did a lifetime movie, and then now, and then I, you know, I've I've been following her more so since I met her at Rock mm-hmm. and Shock. So, like, when you start seeing people pop up on things on like networks that you frequent. It's uh, like, Yeah, oh, right, this right, is it's cool. Gone. Awesome. Not just,
0: yeah, not just horror films anymore. They're breaking the
1: zeitgeist. It shows life. you show your Oh yeah, yeah. Not, you know you can't you cannot be stereotyped. No, because no, no matter what role is handed to you, you are smashing it. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean,
3: she's worked in a lot of music <laughs> videos. She did. The,
1: that was what I was going to ask. You were discovered music. at a you were discovered in a heavy metal concert, right? Yes. Well, what, a, t-
2: what was the, con- what concert was it? You know, people have asked me that and I don't even know. This was before, way before your time. Um, oh, well, thanks. But, <laughs> this was way before we even met. Yeah. But um, I, I, it was some local band, I think. I can't remember, but um, it was in Minnesota at a local show and just a photographer came up to me and he's like, I had the whole goth, you know, alternative girl look, I guess. And he's like, I, I love your look. We should shoot some time. I, you know, I do photography, this and that. He gave me his card, and I was like, well, in, the you, "In the back and, of your, in the back of your mind,
1: you're thinking this guy's full of
2: shit." <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm just having a good time, you know, listening to music, whatever. I I was actually pretty surprised. I didn't contact him and look at the card till like six months later. I was like, I'm going to give this a try. Why not? Yeah. So she was he she saw was the card buried at the bottom of your purse. <laughs> yeah, I yeah,
3: at, oh my at my the gosh. time she was going to school for criminal justice. Wow. And, uh, and then decided but that's it. So every
2: that's it. every road leads to somewhere. And mm-hmm. I really feel like I am where I need to be today because looking back when I was a kid, I would always try to entertain family and, and put on little plays and shows. And then even when I was going to school for criminal justice, I was still taking classes for acting. Because, you know, you could do different, mm-hmm. um take different credits, yeah. things like that. Yeah. Um, and, and I took some theater classes and I think that's where I really found my love for it. And I would make little short films with my friends in high school. So it was, it was a progression and looking back at it now, I'm like, this is where everything I've done in my was life has led right me to where I am today.
1: Yeah. Everything, everything was in yeah. your cards, your card, you, you've played your cards, you've played the hands you've been dealt and you've been yeah. totally successful with it.
3: Yeah. And the music videos she's been in, like she, we're metal fans. We love metal. And, uh, like she listened to a lot of Century Media, uh, that record company. So she got to do a, uh, the Willerfall, Witherfall
0: video, yeah.
1: Um,
3: a Twist, two videos for Twisted.
2: Yes.
1: Um,
0: we got we got Juggalo fans. So like the
1: I, I even said that to like to Maddie because I have the two different Facebook pages because I try to keep like my personal page limited to you know the shenanigans that happen at times. So, yeah. so like I'm, I'm looking at the second page and I'm like, I, I don't know how, why I have a thousand friends on my everyday Facebook page. But when I see that I'm almost maxed out for my friends on my other page and the fact that 90% of them are juggalos, oh. I, <laughs> And- I've never in my life even listened to Insane Crown Posse. Well, me me I and Alex Hawks went to the <laughs> gathering.
0: Me and oh, Alex wow. went to the gathering in 2019, and we were uh, selling movies to all the juggalos. I've, I've been a fan of ICP since like high school. Nice. Uh, and uh, I know a lot of people aren't fans, which is yeah. fun.
3: I, I I had Great Malenko. I had that I, one. I, I like that one. Had,
1: that, that was yeah. the
3: album. Yeah. Guys, um- <laughs>
1: Twisted they're Probably the one I'm more familiar with <laughs> yeah the
3: the twisted guys are awesome though. they they're really very, are. they love horror, they're very yeah. cool. I've
0: met the twisted guys before too, yeah they're really cool they unfortunately, them and the clowns got beef right now, but yeah oh. know, they'll figure it out uh by I'm the sure. gathering, I'm sure.
3: Yeah. yeah they'll they'll come they'll come back together and and you did the slayer oh wait a minute you weren't in slayer i'm the one who was in he slayer. got to do a
2: couple <laughs> slayer music videos i was so jealous but they didn't have any parts for women so i'm like ah but i did get to do a music video of one of my favorite bands kill switch engage i Hell did the yeah. music video uh no. last
1: year the guy that's the lead singer jesse leach we went to high school together Really?
2: Yeah. That's amazing. I love him. That's, that's
3: one of her favorite bands.
2: It's one of my favorite bands. I love Howard too. Like they're both amazing guys. It's, it's, that's,
1: that's why, that's kind of like why I like to do this because, and it's the same thing with Maddie. You know, we're making a name for ourselves here, whether people, you know, how significant people may think it is or not. We're still making our path. Yeah. Somebody that I went to high school with. As the frontman of a of a band like Killswitch Engage, it's like, holy amazing. shit, you go, bro! Yeah. You
4: yeah.
2: and he's been like, doing it a long time too.
4: It's I, and he
1: was always like a band. He was in the band, like we were in the band together. Like I was a band geek. I was in choir. Like wow. that's yeah. amazing. So it's like to see him now. I'm like, yeah. wow, it's... you're from little old Cranston, Rhode Island. Yeah. Ooh, Very cool.
0: Slayer yep. yeah. a couple of years ago? I had a diabetes scare, too, Joe. I know you did. Yeah. Are you all good with your diabetes? Yeah, I, I, I don't. Yeah.
3: I uh, With the weight loss and the change of diet, I don't take meds or anything. I'm all good. Mm-hmm.
0: That's what I did. I got off all mm-hmm. the medicine and shit. Yeah. Cra- Dude, it was such a crazy thing. But I remember, like, right after that, like, you, when you still feel dead coming back from it, and you're like, I remember I went to go see Slayer and, like, the, um, you know, the, uh, like, the Christ Illusion cover with, like, the, the, the cut off Jesus thing. Yeah. I remember just being there, like, half dead, like, it it was weird, it was weird, but that that has to be some of the most defensive, like, artwork ever released, it's crazy, I remember just being like, because I was so close to death, I was like, should I be looking at this, because I was like
4: yeah
3: oh. you're, you're almost on your way there <laughs> is, that, no. is that what you want to see <laughs> yeah
1: exactly is this how i'm going to be welcomed into those oh prayers?
0: no right. know, say, is, he, is jesus slowly forming and we've only seen like the first top of the head and you yeah. get me or something i don't know and then
3: that's going to be it no but i'm glad to hear you're better too because yes. you
0: said that,
3: diabetes so. is something that that's a moment where you got to decide to change
1: yep. yeah Definitely, that's yeah. kind Before of what, you die. yeah. That's was, exactly what led me on my weight loss journey yeah. because I was on like five different meds for it. So prior to having, because I had gastric bypass done, prior to having it done, you have like a two week period where all you can have are protein shakes. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Nothing else. And in the first week alone, I was on no more diabetes meds. I wasn't even borderline. Yeah. They were like, "Holy crap, we can't." They were like, "We can't believe that." Mm-hmm. Just you know. after just a week of protein shakes, that yeah, I was no longer amazing. on the meds. Yeah, I mean, you got to
2: cut the carbs and sugar. Yeah, that's amazing.
0: Mean. It's crazy when it's you look killer. at it. Like, like-
1: it is killer because yeah. when you, I have a cat trying to photobomb.
0: <laughs> I remember when I was, I, I like, I went to the hospital. Like, I was like, um, I was feeling like shit and I like, and I never go to the hospital and I was like, just like dragging. I remember walking down my hallway to my apartment and like, like my, my body kept swaying against the wall. Yeah. I went uh. in. And my blood my blood sugar was up over, like, 900. And they're, like, people Ooh. are usually in comas at this Thomas point. Comas by wow. then, yeah. And I was in the ICU for three days, and then I was in the hospital for a week. But I remember, like, sitting in the hospital bed, and every commercial for a food that came on the TV was, like, yeah. food that would kill you. It was, like, so, like, yeah. Yeah. like McDonald's. Every cereal, you know, like, everything was yeah. terrible for you, yeah. Wow. That's is- a whole movie right there. Yeah, that's,
3: it's, but to me, I I look at things in a positive way that seeing that probably was helpful for you of going, that's what I want, but you felt so bad that you started equating, like, I can't, I can't do this again. Well,
2: And and the thing is, once you stop eating a certain thing, Mm -hmm. you don't crave it anymore. Like, we stop buying bread and things like that, like, and and pastas, and we just, we haven't bought bread or pasta in years.
3: We do a lot of, like, tacos and...
1: And,
2: My new uh, favorite thing syrup. is then spaghetti
1: squash.
3: Oh yes. she does the the big yes. spaghetti
1: the, squash. I, thing. I, I I just made like spaghetti squash and then I used like a chicken sausage that had um there you go roasted red peppers and spinach in it. Yep. And then I put in I threw in some like some more spinach and like all kinds of other stuff and it's it's God, like That's great. It's you guys amazing. Make your own There's,
2: Yes.
0: yes, you guys like yeah. with the, br- the broth, and then add all the ingredients. Yep. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Yeah, there's
2: so many alternatives now that it's it it's easier to be healthy now than yeah. it's ever been. Um, I mean, even cauliflower rice.
3: I won't I eat mean, cauliflower.
2: Cauliflower, I, rice. I, like my other favorite right. thing. <laughs> is, I, I like veggie.
1: Um, they're the veggie veggie tots. Instead of buying actual like tater tots, yeah, yeah, they have yeah, ones made yeah, yeah, with yeah. cauliflower and then yeah. they have ones that are broccoli and cheese and they're amazing. Oh, it's wow.
2: making me hungry.
3: <laughs> See, I, I don't do broccoli <laughs> or cauliflower. I don't do cruciferous vegetables.
2: But what he will do is you, you cut up the veggies enough yeah. and, and throw it in the soup. But not broccoli or,
3: or cauliflower.
2: Wow. Well. I won't.
3: No, I know you don't put that in there. <laughs> cut up very finely. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: Sometimes I think she's trying to kill me. She's poisoning me.
1: Oh man, so, so I'm guessing he would... <laughs> broccoli and cheddar soup will not be on the menu in your home unless it's just for Sarah.
2: No. Yeah, just for me. We usually cook our own foods. Yeah,
3: we, we do, but we do that a lot because of just the, the time Their schedules. Frame. Uh, we're, but... Our schedules
2: are completely, I mean, pretty opposite, yeah. but. Um... Like I, I,
3: today I wrote from nine to three and she had a modeling gig, so she was gone all day and got back right about the time I got done.
1: Literally, yeah. just in time yeah. to do this. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
3: Yeah. We're like, Let's, okay. But that's time. how you plan the day. You go, when she got the modeling gig, it was like, okay, she's got to be ready by four. So what's the time frame? And you, yeah. you can be back by three, so you can do it. Yeah. You start piecing in things. With that being said, though, that's it's feast or famine here. We may go yeah. three weeks with nothing. Yeah. And you start going, oh, fuck. What are we going to do? We got rent due. We got to yeah. something I mean, we've else. been
2: pretty fortunate this last year, actually.
3: Yeah.
1: Considering with everything else going exactly. on. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Exactly.
3: It's our best year in the industry, probably, <laughs> ironically. Well,
2: finally, more <laughs> of my movies. Well, what's great for me is more of my movies are, are coming out. And, yeah. um, I mean, I had, I did a mobster film called Booze, Broads, and Blackjack. Um, it's on Amazon Prime now, which I was going to mention earlier. That's not a horror film. That's not a horror film. It's fun doing all sorts of different things. And,
1: yes, uh, were you, didn't you do pussy. a movie where you were an assassin?
2: Oh, or, that was many years ago. Um, <laughs> you Russian yes, assassin. Yes, I did play Russian assassin.
1: Uh,
3: a, a Russian assassin named Lin Chow. <laughs> I like that.
4: <laughs> but, Jeez, but yeah.
2: No, it's great being able to just break out of, you know. That supposed uh, Just being, yeah. yeah, exactly. And just doing different things. And I just love being in front of the camera yeah. and entertaining people. And if it's a great script, you know, I'll, I'll check it out.
1: So you're literally, know. you're living your dream. Yeah. You're a, full, you're a pr- total proof to the, everybody that's out there that wants to become an actor or an actress that you can make it. You just have to put the work in. You have to put the work in and you
2: cannot give up. Yeah. You yeah. just have to keep going and and don't look back.
3: And you, and you work hard and, and you choose your projects wisely. You don't do everything th- you're offered. And that's
2: the thing. Um, like, you, yeah, you, you have you to be very be picky, picky and choosy. Yeah.
3: Well, no, in that case, we will be at a million dollars.
0: <laughs> yeah, you guys inspire, you know, which is very yeah. good. Cause well, thank you, know, you. People look thank up and we, we see you. I can't I can't push it enough like that. We've seen you guys for so long do the hustle. And yeah. then to finally see it pay off's nice because we're all still hustling on yeah. the underground too. You know what I mean? Yep. And to see you guys it, make good is like. Positive. Like, we
3: we all started the same. We all started yeah. on that stuff, and it's, yeah. it, you know, you work hard, and luck comes in a little bit, too. And well, you yeah. position yourself right, you end up doing and well, a lot of little. I mean, like, she just. having
1: a whole lot of faith.
3: Yeah. And, she and just started a movie with Michael Madsen, and. And oh, uh,
1: he's another one that's an amazing talent. Oh yeah. my
2: god, I got to work with him um in a couple of scenes and I just I was just watching him and I'm just like wow, he's he's just so amazing. He has kind of like a talent. fan group for you. I mean, oh god, completely <laughs> I was like oh my god, I wanted to get a picture with him so yeah. bad, but I didn't want to be that guy.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I was like okay, I was like okay, it's good Sorry, enough I the scene with him. I said that's good yeah. enough. Okay, I'll take that. Yeah. But he was really cool. He was very complimentary towards me. He's like, "You're amazing," and you know, he's saying all this nice stuff about me. And I'm like, I just love. Whether him. even whether
1: whether you have the picture to like for that memory, you have everything he said to you because those exactly memories, no one can ever take those memories away from you.
2: Oh no! And you'll that. have
3: the screen. Is it yeah, screenshot or screenshot? I'll
2: have a screenshot. Screenshot. Yeah, yeah. Totally what the fuck
3: say. is a screen cap? I like I always say, screen I think cap, it's the same thing. and my kids make fun of me. <laughs>
2: But You know, and getting back to (laughs) the hard work is you also have to grow and you you have to learn as you go um, and just keep trying to get better at the craft. Because with everything we do, we want to elevate with every project. Um, So, yeah,
3: it's it's finding unique ways. And and I mean, you're going to she didn't do any films the first half of the year because everything shut down. And I think she's going to by the end of the year, she'll have done six or seven just during this time frame which is nice
1: that's amazing because you wouldn't think that you would do that many because most people don't even do that without covid and here like again here you
2: are yeah i'm 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 very grateful every day and i will never ever take anything for granted and that's just another
1: reason why we all love you so much
2: Oh, I love you
3: guys. Well, it's good, and it, it's very good to talk to you guys because it sucks not being at Rocket Shop.
1: It does, and I, that's why I, I, I'm glad that you guys were able to do this and that we, you know, I, yeah, I yeah. you know, we're getting, we're probably closing in on the two yeah, hour. We, we've kept you for like four hours. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, this has
2: been so much fun. Well, we, we, know, know.
4: we know you guys, you know, you're
1: gonna have dinner, but but you can actually have dinner together tonight. I mean,
2: <laughs> we can. We yes, can. we can. And, and then
3: tomorrow's, I'm at the studio tomorrow. Why I'm
2: at the studio too. We we're both doing are. sets.
1: Yeah,
3: you. We have to go get a COVID test in the morning.
2: Yep, we have a busy and, day tomorrow.
1: Uh, oh, how many of you had to have done? I've, I'm I'm on my third. We've
2: had a couple, just because I've worked on a few films now. And so it, the ones that
1: they've done with you are they the ones where they do the full brain probe? No, <laughs> I've had to get the full brain probe one.
3: Hell? F- no, Ellie. We're pretty lucky that we can do the drive-through ones, yeah. where they hand them to you and you do your own mouth swap. Yeah,
1: with the Q. Yeah. Oh, we have we. Oh. they have, The drive-through ones here in Rhode Island are they hand you a bag with Q-tips and then you just kind of like do it. But yeah, I've done that one once and I was like, why can't they all be like this? The other right. two are the brain probes.
3: No way. No, see I I, I eyes of water
1: in, I'm like crying. No.
3: <laughs> she would pass out. I can't.
2: She'd I
1: literally a- got it. I literally had an ear infection after the first one because they dug so deep like like seriously, they it was like Egyptian times. They were gonna pull Whoa. my brain out to stick it in a canopic jar. Be
0: a zar- <laughs> <be> a zar- <laughs> <Zarma>? Mad Zarmel? <laughs>
1: yeah. but,
4: yeah, we'll let everybody, you guys everybody, yeah,
1: you will let you guys Thank go. You but before you go, let everybody know how we'll, they can find you yeah. on social media.
2: Uh, you can find me. Um, I'm mostly on Instagram, Sarah French Online, and also Facebook. And be sure to check out the special, you guys. It's out now. Um, and Blind will be coming out November third. We're very excited about it. We can't wait for you guys to see it.
3: Uh, I don't even on Facebook and Instagram. I don't even know what the names are.
2: I think it's
1: that's chilly, okay. when I when I if you don't remember it right now don't worry about it. <laughs> when, when I on Friday when I post the audio portion of the show I'll make you okay. put all your links so that everybody yep. can follow you guys as well Face, guys Facebook
3: Instagram's what I like because it's just pictures there's not really drama
1: I, yeah. can't get, um, I can't get stuck in jail over there either yeah I, Exactly.
3: <laughs> no you can't they can't that's a good that's good no like, you
2: can't can get deleted it. I've heard people get deleted but they're posting you know well I mean considering New it's pictures picture Facebook and shit. I don't get
1: there's a lot of people posting nude pictures on Instagram. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm like, wow. Like, I log into my Instagram in the morning, and the first thing I see is a set of boobs. Yeah. Ah! I'm like, not how I want to start my morning. <laughs> let me get my, <laughs> let me have my coffee first. Yeah, I, I and I don't
3: want to start my morning that way either. But if you happen oh. to have a link you to that, be- ah! I, I will make sure I put it in the list of where I'm not going to look.
1: <laughs> I'll send you a message <laughs> after.
4: <laughs>
3: It's been eleven years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: you don't yes. need to worry about it. You have that fine lady next to you.
3: I know. I am very happy and thrilled <laughs> that she's put up with me and continues to put up with me because I'm I'm a, I'm a handful.
1: Yes,
2: he is, but I'm a handful too. So yeah. I'm you know not innocent either. Yeah. but you guys are
1: you balance each other out, which is yes, what yes you can we, ask do. For. we do. <laughs>
3: Yes, we try our best.
1: Me <laughs> too. Guys, thank you so much for thank joining you. us tonight. Thank you for having us. We'd we'll love to have you back on again. Yeah, in the definitely.
3: Absolutely. We have to. We'll come back on with some more uh
1: some more awesome um, stories. More awesome
3: stories about how like I prefer screenplays to fiction.
1: <laughs> Hopefully, you know, maybe, God, yeah. maybe the next time we do a show where we, you know, we can have some more stories because we got yeah. to actually physically see one another at some other convention. Yeah. That yes. Makes, that I actually, nice.
3: to be honest, to, to tell you how much enjoyable this was, I actually forgot we were recording this for a show. <laughs> this, was, this was just.
1: That's what we try to aim for. Talking with friends. <laughs> That's yep. what we try to aim for with our shows. Yeah.
3: Very cool. Well,
2: you're
1: doing a great you've,
3: job. You've succeeded and, you. and keep it up.
1: We appreciate all of that. Yes, thank, thank you. Thank you.
3: Thank you, guys. Thank
1: you, guys. Thank Stay you. Safe. Have a great night. You too. Enjoy guys. the rest
3: of your October.
1: You too. Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy
0: Halloween.